This program is a collaboration of personal opinions and individual free thought. It does not represent the views or narrative of the mainstream corporate media hacks. Viewer discretion is advised. And here we go. From the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Monday night, and welcome to the Break the Bell Podcast live. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. It's a it's a special occasion going on right now. Yes. The uh, the the World Cup is happening. I know. Yes, it's like the the biggest sporting event in the world. That's what I that's what I'm told. That's what I read. I, I yeah. was like, uh, uh, World Cup, the l- largest uh, sporting event in the world. I'm like, really over the Olympics? Yeah, over yeah. like. Maybe yeah. it's because we're here in America, and that's it. That yeah, yeah. So like, I have a friend that lives in Brazil, and. She posted like pictures of her friends and family all getting together, having a big party. There's a parades, parades I mean, for yes, the World Cup. Yes, yes, for soccer. Yes, so- yeah. soccer is like, yeah, like first of all, we Americans, um, we've kind of we're the only ones that call it soccer. I'm pretty yes, sure. Yes, I believe so. Like everywhere else is football. Yes. Now, now I I've made it a point. <clears throat> on this show to point out that I don't give two shits really about football. American football. Yes, yes. Do you think, how much less do you think I care about uh, the rest of the world's football? <laughs> <laughs> and how did how did America come up with soccer? Where they're like, well, yeah. football's already taken, so what, well, we play with our feet, uh, right. feet ball, no, we play in our socks. What about <laughs> soccer? Yeah, right. They're like, soccer, that's great. I they're like, like it. You know what? The sock thing doesn't work so well, much. <laughs> well, first they were like, shoe ball. Shoe yeah, ball. right. They're like, shoe ball? That just sounds that dumb. Just sounds what about dumb. sock ball? Yes. Sock, soccer, soccer. There yeah, you go. Yeah. It sounds French. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. we're we're kind of retarded here in the United States. <laughs> we are. We are. Like, we're, we're rather uncultured when it comes to soccer. What? What do? You, why do you think that is? Like, uh, I, I, I mean, I even think, hockey. Yeah. Hockey's primarily like Canadian and northern, like Nordic countries yeah. and stuff, and it's not super American. But there's still a lot of Americans that really like their hockey, especially right. up in like the northern oh, states yeah, and yeah, stuff. Absolutely. But when it comes to soccer, it's just like. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of kids that that play soccer. I don't yeah, know if it's there's because there's a big it, soccer community. I, yeah, why is it that there's so many kids that play soccer yeah. and there's so many soccer moms, but there's so few people that actually watch right. pro soccer? It's, yeah. it's it's that's a good question. It's a really if it you is. know out there, if you know why Americans hate soccer besides the fact that the sport fucking sucks, <laughs> let me know because like soccer mom is just like a an American term. Right, 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 yeah. Like, it's yeah. just a they, fact They that, don't have football moms. No. They're, they're, I think they're called, like, goon squads in, <laughs> in England. Something like that. <laughs> I mean, there's baseball moms, but yeah. primarily you hear, like, soccer vans, soccer moms, yeah. all that stuff. It's, it's an American thing. But yeah. for some reason, once they get past the age of, like, nine or ten, like, Americans right. are like, fuck your soccer. That's, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. super gay. <laughs> right. It's just like, 
Um, what what, uh, what I, happened in America? Occasionally, like I, you'll get friends that I have friends that you know they they go super douchey and they like watch soccer because they think it makes them seem more cultured. Does it though? <laughs> no, no. I, I actually I had a friend who went up to a girl and tried to hit on her. She was talking about the Hawkeyes, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't really pay attention to soccer. It seems kind of dumb, or football. It t- seems kind of dumb. I'm more of a soccer person." Now, now the real douchebag is the person that's like. Yeah, uh, football. That's what. Uh, that's soccer in all the other countries. I mean, in other countries, this is not football. Yeah. Football is <laughs> like having to explain to you what what football really right, is. Right, this yeah, is not yeah, football, yeah. you uncultured swine. Yeah. If you haven't noticed, we're going to be talking about. Well, not not actually soccer, the game. We're going to yes. be talking about the World Cup, mostly everything besides the actual soccer. actual soccer. Yes. 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 Uh, because I've never seen so much drama that I I've paid attention to yes, surrounding yeah. a sports event, especially a soccer match. Right, right. Yes. It's like, I didn't give two shits but, about soccer to begin with, but now there, <laughs> it's like all this stuff all over. The, it's like encompassing the news is soccer. Yes, and and I remember it's just a couple of years ago FIFA got in a lot of trouble. Now, 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 we got to we gotta solve this once and for all. Is it FIFA or is it FIFA? I, I, I don't know. I, I thought I heard somebody talking about like a PlayStation soccer game. I thought they called it FIFA, and I just kind of went with that. But it very well could be FIFA. Google knows. FIFA. Okay, I am wrong. Google says FIFA. F E E F U H. My and my mongoloid FIFA. American brain just mm-hmm. was not able to to accept that. I guess. Well, most uh most other countries don't pronounce the I as an I or an I. It's e, like Spanish. It's primarily like South American and yes. Spaniards and stuff. So I would assume it would be FIFA. That's, because they yeah. pronounce the I as an E. Well, that's probably why an American soccer player got in trouble uh, with the Iranian press by calling it Iran. No, he so. called it Iran, and they're like, uh, "You're oh, talking about okay. racism? It's actually Iran, you fuck, <laughs> you ignorant fuck." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How do you pronounce "fuck" in your language? <laughs> now we'll get into that interview yeah. too, because that that I mean. America is quick to point their fingers at all the stuff that's oh, yeah. surrounding yeah. this, and then but uh, they think, get all pissy when the other countries are like, what about you guys? What about right. what you got going but on? But I think every every nation is really quick to point fingers at everybody else without well, taking on, you know, I mean, uh, Europe, you know, especially France, is, is always one that's <laughs> quick to point fingers at people without even looking at their own past of everything they've done. France just sucks in general, so... It, it does. They're kind of the, the butt of, like... Western countries jokes. <laughs> that, it's true. It's true. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the World Cup. We're going to talk about the controversy surrounding it. There's things from like Qatar, which is the country that is hosting it. They their bribery to get get the bid for the World Cup this year. We're going to talk about um, all the human rights abuse issues with the, like the armbands and stuff that that's going around. Um, FIFA's response to that um there's major atrocities like one major human rights abuse that i really want to focus on um here in a little bit um i don't i don't want to spoil it because this this is the one that hurts my heart the most but um we'll get into that uh so so be on the edge of your seats um and listen for craig's um ultimate human rights abuse during uh 
the uh, 2022 yes. World Cup game because I mean it's it's pretty serious. Oh, I'm sure. I'm I sure. mean, it's I take be if it's got you. Up I take arms. this shit really personal, yes. and yeah. I'm a straight white guy. So <laughs> if I take it right. personal, it's bad. Yeah. Um. So we'll get into that. Um. There's <clears throat> some allegations of human trafficking and all kinds of immigration stuff going on surrounding it. My question is, why did Qatar of all countries a in the middle of the sand, get the bid for a soccer tournament. Do they even have grass in Qatar? <laughs> That's a good question, but Do I'm they even sure play that they play soccer in Qatar. Oh yes, most definitely. Really? Oh yeah, you think yeah. so? Oh yeah. All right. But I'm I sure know. they 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 ponied up the money. Oh, I'm sure. So, uh, so we'll get into all that stuff. Before we do, we got to mention our sponsors, our, our coffee fix of freedom. That is Run Your Mouth Coffee. I'm sure Run Your Mouth Coffee, being the all-American coffee company they are, they probably hate soccer just as much as oh, we I'm do. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Because, I mean, they're so American that they support two things, delicious coffee and free speech. And those two things scream America. And, um, I mean, your constitutional rights are what separated us from Europe originally so it also separated us you know the revolutionary war and the constitution kept us from having soccer as our our main our main sporting event here in the united states so you can thank your founding fathers for that (laughs) you can thank uh the constitution for your right to not watch soccer and you can thank people like run your mouth coffee who support your constitutional rights to free speech and rights to call soccer super gay um Go to rwhamcoffee.com, drink delicious coffee, tell them we sent you by using the promo code BREAKTHEBELL. That's all one word. Um, You'll get 10% off your purchase plus free shipping, and that's a freaking awesome deal. And um, no soccer lovers really like offer good discounts like that no, so i mean um, you don't have to wear pants either we've come yes. to decide you can order fresh roasted coffee straight to your house with ever without ever having to put on pants support companies that support free speech and support your rights like run your mouth coffee rymcoffee.com um check us out all over the social medias because we are all over the social medias um we're on facebook instagram and Twitter. Twitter. I was going to say YouTube. We are on YouTube. We are also now. Now. But, we weren't before. But those three specifically, you can find yes. us at our handle, uh, Break the Bell Pods, share it far and wide across the lands uh, so we can get this message of hope um, against soccer, the evil atrocities of soccer, um, and everything else we talk about, exposing bullshit for bullshit. We can, we can reach more ears far and wide um, by spreading this message of hope. Um, share us on social media. That's all. I, that that's really what that's it comes perfect. down to. That's good. Uh, you can find links to all our stuff, like our our merch store, our um, Patreon account, and all our social media accounts at our website, which is breakthebellpod.com. You can have access to our merch store, which has awesome things like these shirts here, like the uh, coveted "I won't eat your bug" shirt, um, the uh, "We are not your pawn" shirt, um, some logo shirts, some. Uh, uh, is this shirt even real shirt in response to our the internet is dead theory uh, episode that we did a couple months ago um, that's that's at breakthebellpod.com or you can find that at uh, breakthebell.bigcartel.com check it out buy merch buy buy your friends and family Christmas presents um, because they'll love you for it and we'll love you for it Social media, share us far yes. and wide. That's with it. Christmas around the corner, this is perfect to create those awkward conversations around the dinner table. Do you know what else is awesome about Christmas being around the corner? What's that? Is the third annual Christmas extravaganza that will be airing on December nineteenth. That will be awesome. It is our yearly Christmas celebration where we invite the great 
uh, Remzo Martinez from the On the Run podcast and the shitty Dan Smots of the System is Down podcast to celebrate Christmas yes. in true Break the Bell style. It's extravagant, hence the yes. name Christmas Extravaganza. And we always get more extravagant to it. Er. <laughs> yes, that word. Uh, we do get more and more of that word. Um, every single year. Last year we had musical number from Dan Smots. We had a nice uh, dramatized reading of a book called Hookers and Blow Save Christmas, yes. um, as well as a bunch of other fun Christmas party Absolutely. party fun. So don't miss it. December 19th, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Which is on a Sunday. No. Yes, it is. The 19th is on a Sunday. Well, whatever the Monday is before Christmas. Okay, 20th. I'm, the 20th. I think you're wrong. I think I'm right. I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm right pretty because sure. we have a Christmas party on the 18th, which is Saturday. December 19th is on a Monday, Bill. It is? Um, yeah, so you are highly, oh, highly wow. wrong. Yes, um, I am. I have to re- I was going to have schedule. to go. I was going to have to go back. <laughs> you have to reframe your schedule. You don't know the wheels I have in motion here that are all surrounding yes. December nineteenth. So I'm glad that's on a Monday because okay. that will be the night that we do it. Monday, Monday, December nineteenth. Yes, um, we have confirmed it. Just like I confirmed that FIFA is pronounced FIFA. Yes. Bill, once and for all, I'm is zero and two tonight. You are. Wow. Um, Let's get into the show That's so right. we can see how far behind you get on this. Um, <laughs> if this was a soccer match, you would be freaking the United States right now. Right. You'd be losing your ass. We're going to get into the show, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the drama that is the 2022 World Cup. What did you say? Are you talking to me? What? What the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What did he say? What did he say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. What did you say? Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby! Did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? Let's play football. Now this song, my son has been tormenting me with, uh, with his TikTok. Who wrote that song? I'm not sure. I can't remember, so I'm not going to give him credit. Something I would write. <laughs> Here. Football, football, oh football, football. That Bismarcky. <laughs> I can't think oh, of the guy's baby name. You. All I know is, like I said, my son has been because it's on TikTok a lot. Oh, because okay. it, he was like, "Oh, this is the f- official FIFA World Cup song." No, it's not. There's <laughs> no nobody way. wants that to be official. <laughs> I mean, it, it's so so bad. And I mean, it it's worse than that. I just yes. played like the best <laughs> okay, parts of the okay. clip. So I, I have a confession to make, and what? then I will redeem myself afterwards. <laughs> I played soccer for twelve years. 
Was Were up. you a, a child or was it above the age of 10? It was above the age oh, of 10. So, okay, so you were in the, the, I, the I, part, I played it the in part high school. Was, okay, and so then you, I switched to football in high school. So you uh, were borderline getting into where it was gay to play soccer. It, yes, yes. It was, yeah. it was cute, and then yes. they were like, are you really still doing I, that thing yeah 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 but but it's like dragging around a blanket yes, it's but like, on a military base it's either it's either soccer or 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 football or baseball okay, that's the only so, two so things you got and i baseball I, right I, there there's i baseball. suck at baseball well I, so i i and maybe if i started playing baseball when i was five i'd be good at it but soccer just seemed easier at the age of five like, like <laughs> i started to say it's like dragging around a blanket when when you're little it's cute but when you're like 14 <laughs> man but it it's was a big culture gay. on the military base, so even at the high school. <laughs> I so, guess. and my redemption is that I am missing the Steelers getting their ass kicked, so I can talk, about, talk soccer. about soccer. <laughs> it's like poetic justice. <laughs> but, uh, like I said in uh, the the pre-show, there, I haven't heard so much about yes, like no. a soccer match in all my life. Yeah. It's like all over the news. It's like engulfing the yes. news right now. Yeah. Um, it, it it's like the war in Ukraine and then World Cup. It's like but what? I, I'm pretty sure with the World Cup going on, that's all they're talking about. Mm -hmm. Like in all the other nations, like even the the election shit that Brazil is going through right now, they don't care. It's World Cup season. Do you think? Because I, from what I'm told, they actually pushed back the World Cup a few months because Qatar was so far behind in preparation. Oh, and stuff. I, I, and Do which you think means maybe that was intentional. Oh yeah, let's put definitely. this right at. Uh, like global election time, yes. so nobody's paying yeah. attention to elections. Everybody is hyper focused on World Cup, except the United States. The United right. States is like, man, I wish these people would focus more on the World <laughs> Cup <laughs> because, man, uh, it would be really nice if they'd be watching sports while we <laughs> yeah, go right. through. Yeah. I mean, what sports are people watching during the election? Because basketball is barely kicking off, so not too oh. many people are really watching football. But well, yeah, Tuesday but it, night. It, There's and, nothing going on, and it's not like in the it's not the playoffs, in the right, trenches right, right, right. of of the season or right, anything. Right. Um, so I mean, it's still like early. Has basketball even kicked off yet? I it think has. so. Yeah, and yeah. football was like what still the first half at that point. No, yeah, in November. That's true, yeah. So, so I mean, it's just starting the the second half. Yeah, and like so. you said, nobody plays on Tuesday night, right, so right, right, nobody's yeah. paying attention. Uh, but what do you? I mean, I tried hard. Seeing all this stuff pop up about the World Cup, I tried hard to ignore it because, again, I, I don't, don't care. care. I right, don't right. care. Yeah. It's probably my least cared, besides, may, I don't know, maybe more than curling. I'm not sure. <laughs> curling is damn interesting. <laughs> yes. Oh, the, the sweepers. Be, yes, yes, yeah. yes. There's a lot of work that goes so, into that. So, <laughs> scale of like which is better, um, soccer or curling, what would you prefer to watch? Uh, man, I, I don't, you know, I, if I, okay, I would probably, if I was flipping through and saw curling, I'd probably stop and watch for a little bit. Soccer, would you? Uh, no, no. Soccer and golf, I think, are two that I would just go now, right by. That was my next question. What would you prefer to watch, soccer or golf? Oh, probably soccer because there's a chance a fight could break out. Now, I'd prefer to watch golf because it's easier to take a nap to and then come back and yeah. it, yeah. they're still Okay, what, what about soccer or NASCAR? Oh, God. But there's always the possibility of a major accident That's true, in yeah. NASCAR. Yeah. So I, I don't know. <laughs> they all suck. <laughs> so, I mean, when you watch a game that ends, t tie, 0-0, zero, zero, right? Like like <laughs> America and Britain. I mean, you got to question your life choices, right? 
I mean, my my son has been ask has been forcing me to play FIFA uh, on the Xbox. Okay. Um, How's that? I, uh, it's pretty pretty atrocious. <laughs> I, I'm terrible at it. It's like does he, does he kick your ass? Oh, every single yeah. time. He he's France, which I guess is a good soccer team, from what he says. Okay, at least they got uh, something going. Yeah, on. and. <laughs> Um, we sound like rednecks tonight. <laughs> we absolutely do. So, playing this, and they'll the you'll kick the ball to somebody, and they'll be like, "Uh, sorry, that was an offsides penalty." And I'm like, "What the fuck's offsides in soccer?" And I, so I looked it up, and I understood less about what offsides <laughs> was in soccer after yeah. reading than I did not knowing anything. Yes. What is offsides in soccer? Is you that should when know. Someone, I like, don't know. Don't say. Do you, is oh, that when? Uh, I don't okay, know. Okay. So so before the the, the there's two. Okay. The first one is uh, before the kickoff. If someone like runs across the line. Now I understand that. Okay. Okay. But this is like middle of kicking around and stuff. They'll kick okay, it to so a guy I, and they'll be like, "Nope, that's offside." I, like, I think if somebody is like kind of like a backcourt foul for basketball. Mm. Uh, isn't that what that is? I, don't I, know. I think so. That's, I don't know. Okay. Okay. It, it, so I got thrown off. So I coached soccer last year for my uh, daughter's soccer team and i got thrown off because they play it like really like elementary wise you know and so elementary students yeah well yes 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 but even when i was in elementary we had more rules and more positions and stuff and kids don't have that attention span these days apparently not they're like just run you see that round thing you run out and kick it and into that square thing over there it's like no no not that square thing that square thing and then when they switch sides at the half (laughs) right all hell breaks well apparently you can't yeah and you can't have a goalie oh yeah yeah that's what my son played soccer when he was um I think seven and eight, yeah. and yeah, they didn't have goalies yeah. then. You just have two guy, two defensive people stand yeah, in front of it. Like, it. It's pretty stupid. It is. And it is. Lots of participation trophies in yeah. the soccer yeah. realm these days. Yeah. So we're not here. I said we're going to talk about everything but the sport. <laughs> I know, but all I know. we've done so it's far, it's unavoidable. It's is unavoidable. Talk about the sport. <laughs> but at least we're both on the same page with this one. Yes. We've for the first time come to terms. Uh, in a in an argument about a sport, yes, and that yes. is we both yes. collectively baseball, hate football, soccer. soccer. <laughs> yeah, um, screw our argument. Like we're we're busy hating on each other for liking yes. baseball or football, and there are actual people out there that watch soccer. Yes, and we're yes. wasting our efforts yes. talking shit to each other. We should <laughs> combine those efforts to talk shit to the <laughs> we're soccer watchers. Our forces <laughs> yes, against soccer. So. Sport aside, shitty sport aside, there's all this freaking controversy going around surrounding the whole freaking World Cup. Yes. From bribery, like we said, yes. with the host country, which is Qatar, yes. which I didn't even know where Qatar was until today. Oh, okay. Okay. I knew the region. I knew it was sure. somewhere in the Middle East. Now, did, has they have they ever had the World Cup in a Middle Eastern country before? That, I... I couldn't tell you. Okay. I, don't, okay. I don't okay. follow. Okay. I don't know. Find out. <laughs> so, like I said... I didn't know where Qatar was, so I had to look it up. So for all of you people are, who are dumbasses like me, here it is. You see it? You see Qatar, Qatar on that map? <laughs> no. Well, no, I, but I know where Sa- it is. There's Saudi Arabia and Iraq <laughs> yeah. and Iran, and if you – let me see if it'll let me zoom. It was letting me zoom. There we go. Zoom way, way, way in. Wait, a little more. <laughs> you see that little <laughs> finger – that little, it's like, yes. it's like Saudi Arabia's dick. 
<laughs> that little nub right there, yes. that's Qatar. Okay. That that tiny little, I don't even know how that, that, that becomes. That should be their motto. That should be their national motto. Saudi <laughs> Arabia's dick. dick. <laughs> I mean, basically, I mean, can you describe it any other way? <laughs> no, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> so that that right there is where Qatar is. A country where uh, human rights violations uh, are rampant, apparently, because they yes. are, um, what's the Islam rule? This what? is the very first World Cup hosted by an Arab country. Really? Yes. All right, well, now we know. Yes. The more you know. <laughs> right. So, Hence the controversy, right? Because I, yeah. of the, uh, the, the social restrictions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, human rights abuses. Up the yin-yang. All over the place, according. Yes. I mean, um, what's the Arab law or the Muslim Sharia? Law? Sharia law yeah. is like huge there. Yeah, oh yeah. It's like half social law, half Sharia law, and it, they kind of yeah try to have a blend of the two, but they don't usually blend too well together. Right. So it's very religious, religious yeah. state. So you obviously got to talk a little bit about what Qatar, where Qatar, or a little bit about Qatar because. Again, I didn't know too much about it. I didn't even know if it was a country or like a capital of like oh, okay. Iran or something like that when when yeah. I, we we first started looking into it. So um, apparently it was one of the early members of OPEC. So a lot of oil money Very there. Very wealthy Very country. wealthy country, yes. yeah. It's like one of the top um, GDPs, I think, like per capita like money per person. Sure. Yeah. Well, they only have a couple million people and they sure. have a lot of oil money there. Oh, so yeah. um so yeah, they're they're pretty pretty well off. It's kinda like the UAE, which is practically next door yeah. neighbors. I'm to surprised them. we haven't gone in and tried to give them some freedom. Well, I, I, I feel like they probably give us a ton of money themselves. Probably. Yes. Um they have particularly strong ties with China, Iran, Turkey, and the United States. Now that seems odd to me. Yes. When one, co- I, I mean, it doesn't seem odd, but it should no. seem odd to me yes. when a country has strong ties to like our arch nemesis, like China and Iran, and then we also have strong ties with it. Yeah. Like, at what point do we draw the line? And it's like, um, you're you're in bed with them. Right. I don't feel comfortable with this situation, so mm-hmm. we're 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 going to cut back on some of our ties with you. But no, there's yeah. there's oil there. There's exactly. tons of oil yeah. there. So, so like, we'll, we'll bend yeah. over and take a little just so well, obviously. we can get some oil. Um, human rights issues, obviously. Well, let's get into the the law stuff because it says according to Qatar's constitution, Sharia law is the main source of Qatari legislation. Legislation, although in practice, Qatar's legal system is a mixture of civil law and Sharia law. Sharia law is applied to family law, inheritance, and several crime acts, including adultery, robbery, and murder. In some cases, Sharia-based family courts treat a female's testimony as being worth half of that of a man's. (laughs) Codified family law was introduced in 2006. Islamic polygamy is permitted, so so they got one thing going for them. (laughs) Do they? <laughs> no. <laughs> Judicial corporal punishment is punishment in Qatar. Flogging is employed as punishment for alcohol consumption or illicit sexual relations. So there goes Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, it's interesting. They're not allowed to drink alcohol, mm-hmm. but certain places are allowed to sell alcohol, like certain hotels Okay. that oh, are allowed to sell to tourists. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's like, if it's that bad, right. 
Yeah. Why are you making money off of it? Right. It's I, like I, I don't yeah. know, I don't agree with this thing, but there's a lot of fucking money to right. be made in it. Yeah. Um that's that does surprise me from a uh, country that has a blended Sharia law in their constitution that yes. they would sell alcohol. Right. So, you would think that'd be a no-go. Says uh, stoning is a legal punishment in Qatar and apostasy and homosexuality are crimes punishable by the death penalty. And that's one of the big things that people right. are pissed off about is homosexuality is legal and punishable up to death. But it says, however, the penalty has not been carried out for either crime. So there's that, the possibility of, of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, they're, they're not, not going to broadcast it. You, you don't think they put that on the books? <laughs> right, yeah. That's like, not something they're like, tonight on the news. <laughs> I mean, maybe they do. I mean, I don't know, yeah. Muslims are not allowed to consume alcohol, and those caught consuming it are liable to flogging or deportation. Non-Muslims, um, expatriates, can obtain a permit to purchase alcohol for personal consumption. Um, so, so it sounds like... The rich people can get rich off alcohol because sure. it's only certain like luxury hotels. It's not like the the local bar can't serve alcohol to non Muslims and yeah. make a profit off it. But but the elite like hotel five star hotels that's fine. So it, but so I'm curious if you're a Muslim man and you go into one of these hotels and purchase alcohol, mm -hmm. you would probably get in a lot of trouble, right? I mean, do they do they check your religion card at the door? I, I mean, I, how does that work? I I don't know. Maybe right? I mean, if you're a Muslim bartender and you're sli slipping some drinks in the back, I mean, I, I don't know. Ju it just seems really bizarre to me. Yeah, it, I mean, it's pretty it's pretty open to interpretation from right. what it sounds like. But it who gets to interpret it? It's probably right. the the rich that get to interpret no it's okay for you and you right. to sell it and uh, right. consume it but them not so much right. so i don't know it's pretty classist it sounds like yeah it says as of 2014 this is in human rights uh certain provisions of qatari criminal code allow punishment such as flogging and stoning to be imposed as criminal sanctions so this isn't like laws that i mean i'm sure it goes back centuries but oh, yeah. they put it on their books in 2014 yeah so right. it's right like there's progression, right? And then there's Qatar, <laughs> right? You're like yes. you know, you know what would be great progress in this country is if we allowed stoning and flogging as a punishment, right? Yes. So it says Qatar retains the death penalty penalty mainly for threats against national security, such as terrorism. So they have death penalty for terrorism and homosexuality. <laughs> Okay, well, you know, <laughs> different strokes. <laughs> so in Qatar, homosexual acts are illegal and can be punished by death. So, so I don't know. What do you think about this this country so far? We're not going to read everything about it. I just wanted kind of a breakdown. <clears throat> I, I mean, of... it seems like a, a pretty typical Middle Eastern country. Sure. Not to be stereotypical, but that's what it sounds like. Lots of money. Um, you know, they, 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 on the surface, you know, are, are almost a theocracy, but they have just enough... Um, civil uh, law built in to make them progressive enough that they can hold the World Cup. <laughs> I was going to say, is this enough? Do you think personally, is this enough to like disqualify them from being able to host oh, the World fuck Cup? Yeah, yeah. Now, looking at like uh, I mean, the track record of world sports, looking at yeah. like China and right. how many times they've the got Olympics. the Olympics. Yeah. Do you think it's a disqualifier? No. 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 I no. mean, at least from what we know, yeah. they're not harvesting organs right. <laughs> that we know of. I mean, yes. that's clearly not a disqualifier. Yes. <laughs> right. So flogging and stoning yeah. um, versus I, I, 
I think as we've seen with any sport, Olympics, World Cup, whatever, I mean, a little a little grease goes a long way to money get talks. them through. Yeah, money, money talks. talks. Yes. Oh yeah. We'll we'll overlook the stoning and the uh, women only being partial citizens, so that we can uh, we can have the, uh, the 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 sport here. Well, yeah. Um, and apparently, <clears throat> it's come out. Would you be shocked to hear that bribes to FIFA? Secured their their spot in the World Cup. Not at all. Now, I my next question is: Would you be surprised to hear if a country wasn't bribing FIFA or whoever the top dog of a major no. sport is? Yeah, I, that all. would surprise me. Is if you found out uh, Canada did not bribe FIFA <laughs> right. to host it, and it's like, really? What the fuck? What the yeah, fuck were you doing, Canada? What did you do? <laughs> yeah, right. How did you get it? Yeah. You got it by merit? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Is that even possible anymore? So this is from the Daily Wire. Um, it says, report. This is from back in 2019. So oh, this wow. is So this, this came has been out, in the works for a while. Yeah, this came out three years ago, and yet we're still yeah. hosting the World Cup at Qatar. And, and unlike the Olympics, I mean, the World Cup is a hot item. I mm-hmm. mean, people want the World Cup. <laughs> they don't care about the Olympics. Yeah, do people still want the Olympics? No, no. I think because when you talked about it, I think the only company that was bidding for it was China. <laughs> uh, that's, that's fair. So, according to a report, Qatar paid $880 million in bribes to Damn. FIFA to FIFA to secure the 2022 World Cup. And the bribery gets deeper than that. Oh, of course. So, this says, according to a bombshell report, I don't... Con- Consider this a bombshell. bombshell. Uh, The tiny but disproportionately wealthy and influential peninsula state of Qatar bribed. How they threw that in there? Yes, (laughs) tiny but disproportionately wealthy and (laughs) influential. Um, bribed FIFA officials to the tune of eight hundred eighty million dollars in order to secure its bid to play host to the twenty twenty two World Cup. Says the allegations were first made in a book. Whatever it takes. The inside story of the FIFA way by a whistleblower from inside Australia's failed 2022 bid. So Australia was just pissed that their bribe wasn't yeah, enough. Right. They didn't give enough. <laughs> Look, we bri- we offered $750 million. Yeah. Come on, Australia, if you care. <laughs> so it says, however, the Sunday Times said it also has seen documents showing executives from Al Jazeera signed a TV contract that included an unprecedented success fee of $100 million. To be paid to FIFA only if Qatar wins the World Cup ballot in 2010. Damn. So Al Jazeera comes out and they're like, all right, all right, all right. We are willing to offer you $100 million to be the host of, or to be the, the to have the TV contract for yeah. the World Cup. And they're yeah. like, oh, that sounds great. But, but, caveat, um, we're only going to do it if you make Qatar the yeah. the country of origin for the, the hosting country for this. And they're like, oh, Okay. And, and, yeah, and, sure, why not? And being Qatar and being the first Middle Eastern country to be able to host, of all of the Middle Eastern Arab countries, that was probably the easiest to try to clean up and sweep stuff under the rug to be able to host. Because nobody knows anything about Qatar. <laughs> right. And it's so tiny. It's yes. a small area to yes. sweep. Yes. It's not like China where we got to like suck pollution out of the air. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. And, and hide a billion people. Yes. Says the document. <laughs> <laughs> the documents allegedly state, in the event that 2022 competition is awarded to the state of Qatar, Al Jazeera shall, in addition to the rights fee, pay FIFA um, into the designated account the monetary amount of $100 million. <laughs> 
The Sunday Times had also seen a copy of a second, second secret television rights contract for a further $480 million Jeez. that was offered by Qatar three years later, which it said was now part of a bribery inquiry by Swiss police. So back in 2009 or 19, 2019, they were looking into this whole bribery claim. Right. Fast forward to 2022, and it's like, we're still doing it. We're yeah, still having it right. here. It's like, yeah, they, they bribed $880 million in 2019, and then in 2022, they decided to slip another $400 million to them. I mean, wasn't it the Olympics? Wasn't it, was it Russia that they accused yeah. of bribing? And what, they still host it there. What they do, right. slap them on the wrist or something. Oh, what do they do, right. say, hey, you can't host it here for another four well, years? Well, that and I, I, I don't think they could c- compete. Really? Yeah, well, they couldn't compete. I don't know. I haven't seen anything that says Qatar is not able to compete in no, this. No, because this is just going to get swept under the rug. It says, along with increasingly Islamist Turkey, Qatar is one of two chief contemporary bankrollers of extremist Sunni madrasas and insidious pro-Muslim brotherhood academic uh, sinecures alike. Qatar is infamous for its cozy ties with Hamas and even with Al-Qaeda. So we got all Wait, kinds but this of This is from the Daily here. Wire. So yeah. this is very right wing. Oh, yeah, yeah, out. you got to realize that. <clears throat> now, this part is interesting. Qatari influence in the United States is routine and hardly abnormal. As the Daily Caller reported in December, Department of Education data show that the Qatari government has given $1 billion to American universities since 2011. Damn. So they're throwing their money all over the place. Oh, hell yeah. And we ask, why in the world would uh, the U.S. be right. in relations with Qatar when they're cozied up with China? Well, these, like... I mean, that's right. just to the right. education oh, system. Yeah. So, yeah, Qatar is probably giving China a billion dollars for their universities, right? Oh, yeah. Does Qatar know what our universities teach? <laughs> well, it says the top university recipient of Qatari government donations has been Georgetown University. Accordingly, the Middle East Forum has described Georgetown University's Middle East studies as the most intolerant, ideological, anti-Israel, and pro-Islamist in the United States. So so, so the LGBT uh, agenda in the university is trumped by the anti-Israel agenda. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably fair. So... Um, and obviously, Daily Wire is going to push against that because oh, of course. it's ben, Daily Wire. Uh, ben Shapiro is right. is Jewish, so there you go. He's 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 going to take that personally. Obviously, not not saying he shouldn't, but I, I find it interesting all the money that Qatar is throwing out there. And then <clears throat> we dare to ask the question: How the hell did Qatar right. get right. Yeah. get this this World Cup thing? And it's like, yeah. well, I mean, they're throwing money at everyone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody nobody's going to look at this and be like. Oh, bribery. No, right. you can't have it there because, I mean, they're going to bankroll off the shit. Right. Yeah. So, um, like I said, that was 2019. Well, apparently, just <laughs> this year, another $6 million bribery scandal came out. Jeez. Because it says, this is from Yahoo Sports. It says, a key official for the FIFA World Cup in Qatar has again been forced to deny explosive bribery allegations after being accused of buying votes to secure the football showpiece for the Middle Eastern country. Claims that Qatar official offered more than six million Australian dollars. I don't know what the I don't know, know the exchange the rate is, is there. Either. What is what? I don't even know what the uh, the bill is. I mean, what is the, the monetary that they use in those? It, it just says AUD dollar, so Australian dollars. Um, 
six million Australian dollars. That could be like fifty-eight cents. I I don't know. <laughs> um, to voters from Africa, which fifty-eight cents would be a lot. That's true. In Africa, that's horrible. <laughs> in order to help secure hosting rights for the twenty twenty-two Cup, have resurfaced in a Netflix documentary released one, this one week. One Australian dollar is sixty-seven cents. <clears throat> okay, so. Um, you're looking at six million, so a slightly. You're still looking in the probably four million range. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, but offered four million dollars to voters from Africa in order to help secure hosting rights, um, which resurfaced in a Netflix documentary this week. Oh, so really? I, I missed that one. Yeah. <laughs> probably saw World Cup soccer, and I was like, nope, not watching that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course, they come out and said, no, that didn't happen. No. Yeah. No, this just that's hearsay. As he got Nothing. in his new Lamborghini. <laughs> he says, this was his reaction. My reaction, especially on the whistleblower situation, it's frustration. They are inherently false, and there are facts on the ground to prove they are false. Sounds false. There it is. The fact checkers. That I mean, yeah. that's just like uh um like the the news fact checkers we have now, right. uh the Snopes fact checkers, like, no, there's proof that this is wrong. It's yeah. just like, oh, okay, well then I I guess it must be false. <laughs> In other news, uh, all the Australian players have been found uh, positive for steroids and will not be able to compete. <laughs> and they all died suddenly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, is, I mean, again, is it shocking that this is out there? No, I mean, that just sounds like the game. I mean, that that that's what happens. It just, I, I think... Qatar probably uh, probably put a little bit more up than most countries. I mean, eight hundred eighty million dollars. Well, yeah, compared like to Australia's four million. <laughs> I, yeah, mean, I don't know you what think they put they'd up, but laugh their ass off at Australia. Be like, come on, come on, <laughs> I, I I can do, I can one up you. What about almost a billion dollars? <laughs> yeah, one billion dollars. Money talks. Yeah. Money speaks yeah. and for that, everything. What do you think of Al Jazeera? And they're like, you know, we'll, we'll kick an extra right. hundred mil yeah. if. Like we're already gonna buy the rights to it, but we'll kick in yeah. an extra hundred mil if you push it towards Qatar. Uh, Qatar. Yeah. That should not be fucking legal. No, no, not at all. <clears throat> that should. I mean, maybe it should be legal. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't I, know. Maybe we should let them all like just bribe away. Just bribe, bribe away. away. Just throw your money at it. Yeah. I mean, it's all a joke anyway. Just yeah, throw right, more money right. at it. Let let all the countries just throw equal amounts. Maybe uh, it, maybe Qatar will win the World Cup, right? Yeah. <laughs> maybe they threw enough money at them that they win. I was going to say, did they say, hey, we'll offer you another yeah. 100 mil? We, we don't want first place because that might be a little fishy, but maybe like fourth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get us on the world stage, yeah. literally, on right. the world stage. It, it seems kind of like China. Like their right. bid to get their name as the center of the world for yeah. at least a while. It's just like we're willing to throw all this money at it because it's like the last 10, 15, 20 years, Qatar apparently has like skyrocketed their economy sure. and shit, kind of like China. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's just like, well, we're going to let this country host this major, well, major world thing. And, and think about it, though. I mean, with with China, it was it's it's just China. But I think with just Qatar, China. I know just China. But with Qatar, I think it's the whole mid eastern like environment is pushing for this one country to be able to be that center because once they open that door, I mean they're already talking about Saudi Arabia hosting next year. Really? Yeah. Then UAE the following year and right, then right. Yeah. Iran. Because once they then... open the door to the Middle East, then then they'll take off. And that and sure. that behooves Al Jazeera as the major right. media of corporation the of the Middle East right. to be a part of that. Now, do you think? Do you? It makes me wonder. 
Does WEF have anything going on in the Middle East right now? Because, I mean, oh, remember sure. I'm right sure. before like the Beijing Olympics and yeah. stuff, the WEF comes out and is like, uh, China is going to be the next big player on the, sta- the world stage. Yeah. And then you had their opening ceremonies, which was the 2008 Olympics. Then you had yeah. um, their... And we did we did the episode saying that this is they've made it they've made it to the top. Um, well, symbolically, they think right. they made it to the top. And here, the twenty one was it twenty or twenty one Olympics? Uh, twenty one. Then it's back in Beijing again, and right. we're like, well, this is it. This is right. two thousand eight was like, guys, we're going to be the top dog. And twenty twenty one, they're like, guys, we're the top dog. And the WEF is all over their oh, dicks yeah. last year. So yeah, um, it makes me wonder what the WEF well, has I mean, going on in Qatar right now. What, is it is it Egypt or is it Saudi Arabia that's doing that smart city? Uh, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. so there's a lot of uh, focus there mm-hmm. being like the push towards the whole like new agenda, the new right. the fourth industrial revolution yes. that the WF. Yeah. Klaus Schwab. And, to- and, and maybe I mean maybe that's part of it. I mean because if the Middle East and oh and then Saudi Arabia is switching over to carbon credits. Yeah, so they they are yeah oh, yeah so okay. they're switching over to carbon so, credits they got the smart city so once Qatar like said uh, this um the president of the uh, FIFA FIFA sorry um what's his name um uh, I, I just I, I don't know anyways um we'll we'll get to him I had an article about him but anyways he's really pushing for Saudi Arabia to be the next host okay and so maybe that's that's part of their their give is like okay we're switching to carbon credits and then the WEF is like okay. They're next, right? right. I, I mean, I don't know. It's it now. Why then, if Saudi Arabia is pushing all this stuff, why then have it in Qatar instead of in Saudi Arabia? Well, but again, maybe Qatar is the easier one to close. Yeah, maybe. Up. <laughs> I mean, Saudi Arabia does have a lot of a lot of baggage, known baggage. Right. Like, what was it? Just recently, Biden came out and said that um, Prince, what Bin yeah. Salman or whatever his name yeah. is, like basically. Uh, made him declared him immune from lawsuit of the families of like somebody that got killed down there. Yeah, by, right from yeah. the journalists. The, the journalists yeah. like like there's lawsuits yeah. from the families of the jur- journalists that got killed, mm-hmm. and they think it was a direct order from the prince there, the Saudi prince. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Biden's like, "Uh, we're gonna make him immune." It's like, yeah, right. What? <laughs> yeah, which is surprising considering. Is it surprising? Well, but Saudi Arabia was on his shit list. Right, because but were they though? Well, you're right. You're right. They probably it was probably just the show. I mean, China was on his shit list too. That's true. And I mean, how many deals has he done with, with China, China that we right. know about, yeah. or at least Hunter? Yeah. Well, <laughs> exactly. Now, I can see past the bribery because, like I said, every sport has bribery in it. Every yeah. spe- specifically the world sports. It's right. chock full of bribery. I mean, an allegation comes out every single time Olympics, and it's like, well, allegations of bribery. To, it's like, yeah, right. no kidding. Right, right now, what I can't see past is this is it right here: the greatest atrocity, human rights abuse that could ever be perpetrated by the World Cup. Days ago, mere, I think, ten days ago, uh, Qatar banned the sales of beer at the World Cup. Wow. Wow. Right in the fans' face. Just like, you know what? We're going to allow beer. We're going to allow beer. We're going to allow beer. Ten days before, they're like, 
Well, no we're not gonna. We're not gonna. No beer. No I, beer I, allowed. I'm surprised the United States was like, you know what? We're done. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I would. Yeah. If oh, I was yeah. a player, I'd be like, fuck this. I'm yeah. gone. So this is from uh, ABC <laughs> News. <laughs> In boycott, you do like a, a Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In the right. Middle of the field. And, yes. <laughs> so Qatar banned the sale of beers of beer at World Cup stadiums on Friday. A sudden U-turn on the deal. The conservative Muslim is my is my computer going to crash again oh, because it's frozen. No, nope. it's Wait, doing things. I'm You're frozen. kind of frozen. You're always frozen, though. That's true. It doesn't like you. Um, it says Qatar banned the sale of beer. A sudden U-turn on the deal. The conservative Muslim Emirate made to secure the soccer tournament with only two days to go before the game. So it wasn't. It was two days before. That's they're like, up. like actually, no, 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 no beer here. <laughs> So it says it was a significant blow to the World Cup beer sponsor Budweiser and raised question about how much control FIFA retains over the tournament. Hmm. When Qatar launched its bid to host the World Cup, the country agreed to FIFA's requirements of selling alcohol in the stadium. So that was part of the deal. It's like, you know, if you want to host this thing, yeah. you got to serve beer. Because think that, about all the pissed thing. off Brits. Well, think about fucking Budweiser. They've been oh, the, yeah. the right. World Cup. Yes. I, I've seen posts from Budweiser of just pallets oh, of my millions, millions of beers just stacked oh. up waiting to sell there. And they're like, I think they were doing like a, a I can't remember if it was a drawing or they were doing some competition where, like, people would get like free beer for the rest of their life just to to get rid of this fucking beer. Um, it says, uh, but the details. So it says they they turned on this this deal. It says the details were only released in September, just eleven weeks before the first kickoff, suggesting how fraught the negotiations may have been. Friday's statement from FIFA said non-alcoholic beer will still be sold at the eight stadiums. Oh, no, so, just shoot me. <laughs> so rest assured, people, you can still get your non-alcoholic beer um, if if you desire. You know, they, they would have been better off not telling them that it was non-alcoholic. <laughs> now, we talked about the classist yes. shit with like the being able to sell it from like luxury yeah. hotels. Yeah. Champagne, wine, and whiskey, and other alcohol will be served in luxury hospitality areas of the arenas. That's bullshit. So like in uh, hospitality suites where all the rich fuckers get to go, it's like, well, yeah, you guys get drinks, but the lowlifes, they're not allowed. The people in the nosebleed seats, yeah, they they don't get anything. They have to drink apple juice. (laughs) Or (laughs) non-alcoholic beer, which I'd rather drink apple juice. It says, but the vast majority of ticket holders don't have access to those areas. They will be able to drink alcoholic beer in the evenings in what is known as the FIFA Fan Festival, a designated party area that also offers live music and activities. So like the after party, they get to drink oh, beer okay. there, but in the stadium. Not in the stadium. I mean, shit, the $12, $15 beers, man, and Budweiser's going to go broke. Oh, hell yeah, that's a lot. Says, um, several soccer fans took the decision in stride, with some noting that they knew the rules would be different in Qatar. Now, this person... Is full of shit. This person says, we're not here to drink beer. We're here to watch the world-class soccer. That comes directly from a non-beer drinker. <laughs> because nobody... I mean, it goes hand in... Like this next person says, I think it's bad because for me, beer and football go hand in hand. Yeah, you can't, yeah. You can't watch sports without getting beer. Okay, so a Category 4 ticket, which is the cheapest you can get, for a Qatari... Citizen, I'm not sure if that's the proper term, is two hundred and five dollars. 
Okay. okay. That for great. a non-Qatar resident, it's $600. Holy shit. That goes up drastically. Now, for a Category 1 ticket, which is, you know, good seats. You're Where you get at, to drink whiskey. Yeah, absolutely. You're looking at $1,600 a ticket. Ooh. Yeah. What about, like, the top, top, top of the top? Is there, like, let's see here. Um, super sweets? <laughs> There's got to be. All right. Hold on here. It goes on to say, for many fans, whether they don't drink alcohol or are used to dry stadium policies at home, this is a detail. It won't change the tournament, but with 48 hours to go, we've clearly entered a dangerous territory where assurances don't matter anymore. So that that's the whole point that they are making. I mean, for me, it's all about the beer. For them, it's all about, well, if they can nix this 48 hours before the game starts, right. what else can they, they backpedal on? Right. What other assurances can they... they for me, it's just solely about the beer. No, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't care about the other assurances. It's all about the beer. So apparently 1600 is the highest it goes, but really? the, the price has jumped 59% for tickets compared to where it was the last World Cup. And how much? 59%. Oh, wow. So I wonder why. Inflation, damn it. In Qatar. The company... Uh, so this is talking about Budweiser. Because um, Budweiser, first tweet after finding out they just tweeted out, well, this is awkward. <laughs> but they later deleted the tweet. I, I would have left it up. It says, um, the parent company of Budweiser, Ab InBev, acknowledged in a statement that some of its plans cannot move forward due to circumstances beyond our control. The company pays tens of millions of dollars at each World Cup for exclusive rights to sell beer and has already shipped the majority of its stock from Britain to Qatar in expect expectation of selling its product to millions of fans. Damn. Says while the actual sales of the tournament might not be a significant percentage of the massive company's revenue, that's pretty significant though. I don't yeah. know how many people go there, but you're talking tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. You're yeah. talking millions, millions of beers. You're talking yeah. at least tens of millions of beers. Oh yeah. Um says while the actual sales might not be significant percentage of the company's revenue the world cup nonetheless represents a major branding opportunity now there are they still allowed to flash like the official beer of the world cup like you see like probably. in the background yeah, and stuff probably or, i mean that would be pretty shitty if they like would be and, shitty. and no beer advertisement they're like well fuck. right yeah right <laughs> they just uh blur out budweiser <laughs> on the all screens yeah well it, you know it kind of makes you wonder so Al Jazeera is forking out extra money, right, so that they can put it in Qatar. Will Budweiser fork out extra money so to bribe them to have it in a country where they can actually serve beer? Yeah, that Budweiser, do your part. I mean, yes. it's only eight hundred eighty million dollars. Yeah, you can, you got you, this. You can do this. Yeah, I mean, get it. I don't know where, where, where would you put it? I was gonna say. Back in Missouri, but um, right. Budweiser's not in U the United States anymore. Oh, are they not? No, they Where got they bought not? out by a Brit or something. So oh, well, fuck them. That Ab and Bev or whatever it was. What so. they need to do is they, they just like maybe be like, okay, okay, we won't serve beer, but let us have like a blimp above the stadium, right? Mm -hmm. And then just drop the beer out the bottom <laughs> onto the crowd, like yes. rain cloud, right? I mean, and it's just like pouring rain beer. Now, from what it sounds, it seems like FIFA is a bit of pushover. So it's I I oh, would think yes. I would think even though um, do you do you think FIFA gave back the million tens of millions of dollars to Budweiser? <laughs> they're like, you know, my bad. Here you go. I think they're more like, you know what? It didn't work out this time, but next time we got you. <laughs> now I could see if Budweiser did drop the blimp full of beer, they would probably get 
reprimanded by FIFA. They would probably create an international incident. <laughs> there might be a war. <laughs> yes. Another war. Another, another Raining war. alcohol on a populace that cannot have alcohol because of religious reasons. Oh my gosh, that might be deemed a hate crime. <laughs> yeah, probably I think would. it very much could be deemed yes. a hate crime. I think it could be, <laughs> but it would be hilarious. <laughs> now, I knew this. This is terrible. This, this is me admitting to how terrible I used to be, and I'm used to be uh, slightly less terrible now <laughs> i knew this kid back in high school that was um allergic i probably what you consider gluten intolerant today but that term didn't really exist back sure, then but he was but... allergic to like i knew he was allergic to like bread and bread like product sure. so i'm guessing it was gluten intolerance yeah um so <laughs> me and some friends um wanted to like put beer in squirt guns and squirt him with <laughs> with beer because he's allergic to it and we wanted to see what would happen <laughs> We didn't do it. <laughs> okay. But we wanted yeah. to. So now that I, I think might be constituted as that, that in would... today's world as a hate crime. Probably. So yes. maybe maybe just maybe <laughs> showering beer on people whose religion says you can't yes. consume beer. That might that be, would be a equivalent of dropping bacon on them. <laughs> Sounds delicious. <laughs> right? I mean, I would... Bacon and beer dropped from the heavens? That's I like mean, manna. do you think they'd be pissed or do you think they'd immediately convert? <laughs> I, I think that would probably make them all... They never told us how delicious this <laughs> is. This is fantastic. What the hell? <laughs> oh, we are going to hell. What do you think so far? What do you think of this whole fiasco so far? Now, first of all, we got the bribery. Second of yes. all, we've got the... You can't have beer. Right. Just a couple do, days before everything starts. Do we have any faith in FIFA at this point? Oh, any no. Mo- I, I, no. No. It, to me, it just tells you just how bad soccer actually is. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> nothing redeems soccer by what we've talked about. It's bad enough that you got to watch soccer, but you have to watch it sober? Right. Is that even possible? I mean, I, I bet you people in England... Like who are like the, the the mod squads or the goon squads and stuff that watch mm-hmm. it? I bet you they're sitting in the stadium without drinking, watching. They're like, "This sucks, man." <laughs> I always, man, I always the love fuck? soccer. I know, but this is horrible. It's it's like when you when you take a girl home from the bar and you wake right. up the next day and you realize how ugly she right. was. And they like, realize yeah. how shitty soccer is. Right? The beer goggles come off. They realize yes. soccer is. Sock, just it's just soccer, yeah, right? Right. It's like zero fucking zero. I just wasted four hours of my life on oh, this. They're running that way. <laughs> yeah, uh, th- they're going back that yeah, way again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, it's how do, how the ball get back over there? <laughs> is there? I mean, again, we're not here to talk about the sport, but is there any like strategery in soccer? Like in football or baseball, there's like a playbook. Is there a playbook in soccer, or does the playbook you flip open the the page and it's like? Kick the ball to the net. <laughs> Go, kick the ball down the field. All right, so so the, listen up, folks. This this is the play that we're gonna do today. You're gonna you're gonna kick the ball in, and uh, from there, uh, uh, John Boy over there, he's he's gonna he's gonna get the ball and he's gonna kick it down the field, and then uh, the surprise play, we're gonna kick it in the net. <laughs> Yeah, is what? I mean, is there, there, there is there, there a playbook in soccer? I don't know. There you is, played it. Yes, you played yes, it. There, there is. There is strategy in soccer, and and it, it resembles a lot of, uh, of basketball. Okay, I don't of, like to know. watch basketball. Okay, either. okay. But so there's like nah. you got your diamond formation and, and your triangle defense and offense. You know, you can play zone or you can play man, and so there, there is strategy. There is strategy, but 
It sounds like somebody drew something on a piece of paper and called it strategy <laughs> to say, no, we are a real sport. See, we got plays on a book here. You see the diamonds and the, yes. and the, 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 I don't know what you just said. <laughs> I, I, you lost me already. I don't care. <laughs> now I did see a, a post, somebody posted like, you know, we could make soccer better if we just shrunk the field down, shrunk it down considerably right. smaller and then shrink the goal sizes down and then um there's too many players on the field so why don't we drop the players down to I, like six players you got three forwards and then two defense and then one goalie and then while you're at it why don't you put it on ice <laughs> <laughs> so it's hockey or or you can make it like actual foosball right strap uh, people to poles that would be and, fucking and, and awesome twirl them around i'm gonna i think i think we're gonna get into break just a little early because we got other things to talk about. Yeah. We got through the main, the hardest part of all of this, which is the outlaw of beer, uh, beer sales. Yes, are you going to make this, make it? Now, now I, I wasn't going anyway, but I have less <laughs> of a chance of going. Now, should we, this is going to get into like the human rights stuff too. Yeah. Should we be upset when a country host a world thing, but they have their own set of rules in their country. That'd be like, and this is a long stretch, obviously, from sure. drinking beer to, let's let's say uh, a country that supports, uh, I don't know, female genital mutilation. Why not? Sure. Well, they come over here and they're like, whoa, whoa, you're not going to allow us to uh, mutilate our daughters while we're here? Right. I mean, this is this is her whatever birthday. This is when we do it. We're here for the World Cup. Um, it's shouldn't we be allowed to? This is a world thing. You should. I yeah. mean, obviously that's a big stretch. That is a big but stretch. But should we now? Should we be that outraged by a country that bans like alcohol because their country bans alcohol? No, I, I think the the writing's on the wall. I mean, to be uh, honest, sure. I mean, I, I think. FIFA probably knew that beer was not going to fly. Even though, supposedly, they wrote in the contract, yeah. you got to serve alcohol. There had to have been some caveat. Yeah. you got to serve alcohol. Wink, wink, wink. Yeah. And uh, they're just, like, oh, we will at our high-class hotels in the boxes or so, in the high expensive So I guess seats. technically- they are. They are abiding by the contract because yeah. they are serving alcohol. They're yeah. just not serving it to right. most of the people. Yeah. And they're not specifically serving Budweiser, exactly. who is like the main sponsor of, of the World <laughs> Cup. And they're still sponsoring. <laughs> hey, maybe, maybe Budweiser should have got the inside scoop. I, I think Budweiser probably should have known better. Uh, I, I, I kind of put this on them. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, it's like, oh, so you're going to serve beer in your country that outlaws alcohol? All right, great. I yeah. mean, it just seems like they should have known. <laughs> Do your homework, Budweiser. Yes. I mean, come on. I don't know. I don't know. I I mean, we joke saying, like, I wouldn't watch it either way. No. It would be irritating being a soccer fan going and being like, oh, shit, I can't, I can't get beer. Yeah. But, again, I'm – some of this stuff, at least some of this stuff, I'm like, I'm not really that up in arms that a country – Makes the choice to outlaw certain things, right? But but when you consider the audience of soccer, or football, whatever, across the world, right? Yeah. Again, it's the biggest sport in the world, right? <laughs> I mean, the rest of the world is retarded. <laughs> but but what is it like? Maybe fifteen percent of the world doesn't drink alcohol, 
right? Right. Maybe 10, 15%. I don't know. Maybe I'm exaggerating. And so you decide to have the biggest sport in the world in this tiny country. In the dick of Saudi Arabia. In the dick of Saudi Arabia that does not allow something that the rest of the world allows. Which is kind of culturally part of the sporting event itself. It is. It'd be like outlawing a ball in soccer. (laughs) Like, we, we, we don't. It's against our religion to have right. round-shaped balls. Yeah. <laughs> so we Wouldn't only that allow- be a bitch if they're like, well, I, I understand how you guys play soccer, but in our country, we don't play soccer like that. Yeah, we use square balls. Yes. Not round balls. Yeah, so, so if you're going to have the World Cup in our country, you got to play outlawed our round, Yeah. So it, obviously, that's an exaggeration from yes. beer to the ball shape. But again, it's like the alcohol comes with the culture of the sport. Exactly. And to, to have yes. the largest event of that sport or all sports yeah. in this country where part of that culture isn't allowed. I think that's a human yeah. rights abuse. I, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. That's a hate crime on its own. <laughs> it is. It is. I, Racism. I think, I think Qatar should be banned from having the World Cup ever again. Yes. Starting today. Yes. Yeah. Let's just move it today <laughs> yes. to somewhere else. Yes. I'm sure so there's got to be a backup plan, right? Australia. There's got, yeah. Well, <laughs> Australia has been up and there's lots of beer in Australia. Exactly. Obviously. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the uh, less concerning human rights abuses like human trafficking and uh, uh, stoning of stoning homosexuals. Of homosexuals. <clears throat> and I'm probably going to get in trouble for this. I The stoning part, <clears throat> I take issue with. Yeah. But like that said, supposedly they've never actually issued a death penalty for homosexuality. I want to talk about... Is it our right to say that a country should or should not allow homosexuality in in order to host a world sport? So we'll talk about that more when we come back. We're going to take three or four minutes. We're going to probably go get some beer because now I really want beer. I feel like we need to to Qatar. Yes. (laughs) We're going to stick it to Qatar. We're going to get some beer. And when we come back, we're going to continue to talk about the uh, World Cup fiasco drama that's going on right now as we speak. So... um, Go get yourself a beer to stick it to Qatar and join us back here in four or five minutes. We will be right back. (laughs) Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remso W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence to new ways to develop rugged individualism to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remster W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remster W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. Let's play football. World Cup. World Cup. World Cup. World Cup. 
toe-toe football, football, oh, football, football. Now, it's hard for me to hear a rap song about soccer because yes. rap is predominantly an American That's true. Yeah. Uh, genre. And soccer, as we've mentioned, is predominantly not. And hearing hip hop mixed with soccer is just there's yeah. it's just weird to me. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's just Maybe I'm ignorant no, or no, something. No, I, I, I would agree with that. Yes. I was gonna say, how many how many soccer rap songs have you heard? Yeah, that would be yeah. That, that, I would say that's the first. I mean, that would be like having a country song do uh, soccer. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, but, but you know what you're doing is is you're setting yourself up to you're going to be working tomorrow, and all of a sudden you're going to start singing that song in your head. I've already like since I edited out that little clip. That's all I've been hearing in my head. Now, as I said, I was going to. I'm going to pour one out for my buddies in Qatar. This one's for this bud's for you. This isn't bud. This chorus is for you, Qatar. Now, if I was Budweiser, if you missed the first half, which you shouldn't have, um, the the biggest biggest human rights abuse of the World Cup is that Qatar. Banned the sale of alcohol yes. at the at, at the stadiums two days before, and I mean that's just horrible. That is now, horrible. Now, if I was Budweiser, the official beer of the World Cup, and I wasn't one of those corporations that actually it gets is concerned about public opinion in general, <laughs> specifically the the public opinion of the country that uh um that banned your sales. Yes, of the biggest sporting event. Of all time, yes. Um, my new ad would be, it would just be a guy, probably a soccer player, famous American soccer player. I don't know any of them, but um, get a soccer player on, and uh, he he'd take his beer and he'd be like, "This buzz for you, Qatar," and he'd open it up and flip off the camera as he's right? drinking the beer. Yes. And I mean, it, if million but, dollar idea yes. right there, if, marketing. If Budweiser idea. was still owned. By America, that would be that would, be, would absolutely yes, be yes. But because it's now owned by Britain, then that's not going to happen. Now, do you think there'd be a lot of blowback from probably even white American women that would push back? Yes, that, that's so fucking racist. Yes. like no, yeah. it's not. It's no, it's no. a fuck you to yes. them sticking it to us. Yeah, they absolutely. they stuck it to us. We stuck it back exactly. to them. You know so. what's racist is banning beer, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you're racist to all the the cultures that drink beer as part of their culture. I mean, what's more racist, like being upset about the ones that outlaw it or um, outlawing it? I mean, that's pretty racist. I mean, side note, uh, humanity survived because of beer. I agree with that, yes. I'm serious. There was like back when, back long, long time ago when there was like all these problems with like, I don't know, like bacteria in the water mm-hmm. like people mm-hmm. made beer and it the fermentation process yeah. killed a lot of the bacteria yeah. and it also like su- had like sustaining calories and protein needed so mm-hmm. humanity owes its existence to yeah. to beer so uh, for for a culture to be like you know what we don't allow beer isn't that just like sticking it to the yeah. like life-saving Property, like God-given life-saving properties of beer in general. It's like sticking it to God, really. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes. Yes, I agree with that. It's like I know you saved us with this this delicious <laughs> beverage, but you know what? Fuck you, God. Um, we're gonna. <laughs> I don't know. I, if I keep down this course, we're definitely going to get in trouble. So let's let's move away from the beer sales in Qatar for now. I don't even have my notes. I don't even know where I am. Do you want to watch soccer more now that we've been talking about it? Uh, on the contrary, no, no. <laughs> now, would you? Could you imagine? Okay, this is insane. All right, paying six hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. All right, for nosebleed seats for the World Cup, paying twenty five hundred dollars to fly to Qatar. Holy shit! All hey. to be told, you can't drink beer <laughs> two days before, <laughs> right? Right. That's three thousand dollars. I mean, what what's their search process like? Because I could come up with some kind of oh, like, yeah. like a a beer gut, a strap on beer gut that actually is full of beer. Yes, and then yes. just have like a straw, like a little straw <laughs> that I pull out and drink beer out of my beer gut. I mean, I, brilliant. I, I yes. feel like there is never there, underestimate the ingenuity of a man a, who likes a his person beer. that was told yes. he can't drink beer. Yes. But when you're only given two days, maybe right? that was the whole plot. That could let's, be, yes. Let's wait two days before, then we cut down on the ingenuity yes. of beer drinkers from <laughs> from sneaking beer into our stands. So I guess let's get into the the human human rights and human rights abuses and all that controversy shit. Besides sure. the the main one, which is the lack of beer drinking. Yes. Uh, because uh, according to Forbes, Qatar World Cup comes with human rights abuses and controversies. Would you have guessed? <clears throat> yes. You would have guessed. Okay, good. When Qatar won the bid to host 2020 FIFA World Cup all the way back in 2010. Now, why is the process so far out? I mean, that's right. a lot. I mean, I guess they got to give them time to build. They were supposed to build like 12 stadiums. They only got they eight really? built. So, 12 uh, stadiums? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's a big competition. But um, the fact that they only got eight, they should have had a backup plan in Australia and been yeah, like, sorry, right. um, you you didn't fulfill your obligations. So right. Yeah, we're out. absolutely. It says, when Qatar won the bid back in 2010, it was clear the tiny nation was what the tiny nation was trying to achieve. Hosting arguably the biggest sporting event in the world. Again, we, that's why America is the greatest, because... Soccer is not the best sport in America. That's right. why America is the greatest. Absolutely. That specific reason right there. Yes. Um, hosting arguably the biggest sporting event in the world would put them on the map, show off their culture and oil-fueled riches, while simultaneously making their authoritarian and repressive regime come off as a model government. Sounds kind of like Japan. Or not Japan. China. China. <laughs> Same thing. I was going to say, but isn't that what world media does? Yeah, right? obviously. Well, it says, there's nothing novel in this approach. Sports washing is nothing new for FIFA. Apparently, Benito Mussolini hosted the World Cup in 1934. Did you know that? I did not know that. It's almost like these major sporting corporations go to the shittiest places, and they're like, we're going to have it here. It's all Maybe... And this is kind of my theory. Maybe it's because that's what gets people talking more about it. Because nobody's just talking about soccer. Right. But everybody here is like like us, talking about all yeah. the shit around it. It's like, yeah. how many hashtags of uh, World Cup are out there? Not yeah. because of soccer, but because yeah. of everything else. Yeah. It's like, you have World Cup in America. That's just boring. Yeah. Right? So like, let's, let's have Hitler host the World Cup because everybody's going to talk about that. And right? everybody's going to talk about the World Cup. As they did the Olympics. Yes. Um, 
Benito Mussolini hosted the 1934 World Cup in an attempt to showcase the merits of fascist Italy to the world. While in 1978, the tournament was a tool to garner legitimacy for the military junta in Argentina. Now, can we put it out of the question that maybe the FIFA organization just likes authoritarianism? That's kind of what I gather. Like, to be like, well, they're just overlooking this. Well, maybe they just like that yeah, that right. model there, kind of like the WEF likes the Chinese model. That's yeah. why they're always pushing China. Maybe they only go to these authoritarian regimes because they're like, you know what? We kind of like that. Yeah. We, we want to showcase this support- because that's how we think the world should be. Where is FIFA based out of? Um, I think Switzerland. Well, that that's hard to believe that they would support authoritarian <laughs> regimes then, because I don't think Switzerland's on the top list of authoritarianism. <laughs> Last I checked, anyway. Let's see here. So I'll keep reading while you look. It says, right. in, in, same cere- in the same ceremony that gave Qatar the rights to 2022, another autocrat of questionable morality won the rights of, to the 2018 event in for his country. Yeah, Zurich. Zurich? Yes. Switzerland. Yes. So, yes. A lot of shitty things happen in Switzerland, Apparently, too. Apparently, yes. Um, like, is it... Uh, uh, sh- what is it? The hydron, large hadron collider, isn't that in Switzerland? <laughs> yeah, I believe it is yeah. too. <laughs> I mean, they're part of the end of the world. Yeah, so it, no surprise. So it says in the same ceremony that gave Qatar the rights in 2022, another autocrat of questionable morality won the won the rights in 2018 for his country. It doesn't say which one won in 2018. Where was the World Cup? You're my my yes. fact finder, because Forbes doesn't want to put out the effort of telling us who this yes. is. Maybe it's like Donald Trump. We just don't speak the name. <laughs> uh, the, the country we don't speak of. It says, FIFA clearly has no problems getting into bed with authoritarian regimes. Maybe the president of FIFA is an authoritarian. Is, it was authoritarian. Russia. It was Russia. So it is, <laughs> it is the country we don't speak of. Yep. yep. Good God. It, does it do any good? Like, <laughs> side tangent. Like, we got Donald Trump, the name we don't speak of. They don't even call him the president. They call him, like, my predecessor or, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Does it do any good to just not utter utter the name of the country of Russia? Yeah. Another uh, questionable morality autocrat country that we're not going to speak of here. It's like that, what that what, rhymes what are with they doing? Pasha. I get that they're I mean they're trying to prove a point that we don't yeah. we don't sanction this at all. But right. it's like But you had the fucking World Cup there. So somebody sanctioned it. <laughs> and I'm guessing you covered the World Cup there too. Yeah, and I'm guessing right. a lot of players from your country played in the World Cup. <laughs> yes. However, with just days left for the quadrennial, that's a big word for every four years, uh, showpiece, there are serious doubts as to the effectiveness of the washing part of Qatar's sport washing strategy. (laughs) If they hoped the World Cup would cast them in a positive light, they could not have been more wrong. Mere hours after winning the bid, the discussion turned to corruption within FIFA and who Qatar had to bribe uh, for the right to host the cup. Then as the tournament drew near, attention focused on Qatar's questionable human rights record, their treatment of migrant workers, and their institutionalization of homophobia. Instead of washing themselves clean, Qatar's ruling regime was coming off looking dirtier than ever. 
The outrage over these issues intensified in the run-up to the World Cup. Now, nobody gave two shits about Qatar's human rights issues before this. Right. And then, like, weeks ahead of time, people are just like, oh, uh, we should be outraged by this country. It's like we only care about them when they are putting on a right. major sport event. We, the whole re Every other year, it's fine. We're right, not even right. going to talk about yeah. it. But now... How dare us host a sporting event there? Yeah. I mean, we're still going to host it there, but how dare us? And we're still going to watch it, yeah. but how dare us? Right. And we're still going to probably buy the products that are sold by the sponsors that are supporting it, but yeah. how dare us? I mean, could they have been like, hey, we got to sweep this human rights thing or human, um, uh, yeah, human rights thing under the carpet. Uh, what's the best thing to do? Be like, hey, um, why don't we um, catapult uh, all the homosexuals into the ocean and then nobody will see them? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something China would do, right? <laughs> now, that being said, though, the fact that nobody pays attention to those, and now they are paying attention, maybe this Says is something. a win. Maybe this right. is a win for it. Maybe right. now they're going to have to be like, uh, you guys really should address your human yeah. rights abuse issues here, um, and we're going to we're gonna hold you to it this time because right. we host the World Cup. But in reality, we all know that as soon as the World Cup's yeah. over, we're going to forget about human rights right. abuses because in Qatar. Because you really feel like Al Jazeera, who is the primary coverage of this, think they're doing any like little spotlight pieces. You know how NBC does with the Olympics right. when they're yeah. like talking about like you know they're they're fluffing up the Russians and Chinese. You know you think they're like being like you know yeah they they are pretty horrendous with homosexuals and and they really need to change them. No, they're not talking about you it. You don't think so? No, probably not. I, I doubt it because it's Al Jazeera, right? Right. I mean, their primary viewing ship is countries that support those policies. You're right. Right. So it says. The outrage over these issues intensified in the run-up to the World Cup. Danish apparel maker Hummel announced that they would be featuring a faded logo on the Denmark national team to protest human rights violations in Qatar. How brave of you. Right. We're going to fade our logo. <laughs> yeah. So that way, everybody who sees this yeah. will just think we forgot to use Tide extra <laughs> color protection. Right, right. Like who's we'll gonna know. look? We'll know. Who's gonna look at a faded logo and <laughs> yeah. be like, "Oh, that's for their yeah. human. That's, that's protesting. Brave. That is their brave. human rights abuses." Yeah. It's like we're still gonna go, and we're still going to play, but we are gonna wear faded logos. Uh, America should have done a faded Bud Light symbol. <laughs> yes, they should have. <laughs> says uh, captains of multiple teams, including Harry Kane of England, announced their decision to wear rainbow-colored armbands to protest the Qatari treatment of the LGBTQ community. So we're going to get into that a little deeper. So yeah. a lot of a lot of different uh, countries, their team captains, they have to wear armbands, <clears throat> team captain armbands, and they okay. were going to wear these rainbow ones that stood for like uh, like one love or something like. Right. Basically, <clears throat> basically in support of the lgbtq plus uh community because uh that's as we mentioned illegal there in right. qatar um now my question and we'll get into this more should we make a huge fucking deal about it being illegal there minus the execution part just like should that be our focus of this like, should we care that much that another country? Because not too long ago, it was right. not illegal, but it was it wasn't legal, I guess. So I guess it was illegal to marry here in the United States. But we still were having all kinds of sporting yeah. events here in the United States, and nobody right. was protesting us. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it, it goes hand in hand with, I mean, the treatment of women over there, mm -hmm. right? I mean, 
do you highlight that? I mean, I don't, like, I have a hard time wrapping my head around highlighting cultural differences. I mean, again, when it comes to, like, human rights abuses, like yeah. like beating women or, I, I don't know, there, there's... There's human rights abuses, then human rights issues. And I, I I, don't know where I stand on this. When it's another culture in another right. country to be like, well, we will come play sports there, but we don't like what you're doing. It's like, well, that's fine that you don't like right. what we're, what you're doing. And if you don't like it, don't have the sport there, right. in my opinion. So, yeah, well, exactly. And, and any country that is theocratic or partially theocratic is go- most likely going to have policies that are against certain uh, lifestyles. I mean, Britain right? drinks warm beer. Should we not right. have sporting events in Britain? Because I don't agree with that. No. <laughs> we are really yeah, downplaying I mean, the whole human no. rights <laughs> issue here. <laughs> I, I just don't know where I stand on, like, yeah, uh, the whole outrage by, like, cultural laws. And, again, I'm, I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it's a tough one. I mean, because like you said, I mean, it, it's – it's the religion, but the religion is so deeply entwined with their culture and their politics. Right. I mean, how can you... It's not like the United States, right? It says, a German minister openly questioned whether Qatar should even host the tournament because of their stance on all these human rights issues. It says, the Australian football team released a video condemning human rights abuses in the Gulf nation. Now, <laughs> it'd be funny if they're like, we are banning all Australians from... <laughs> entering right. the country of Qatar now. Yeah, it's just like right, yeah. says the city of Barcelona announced that they would be there would be no public screenings of the World Cup matches. This is Barcelona, Spain. That's is insane. Not, not publicly screening World the World Cup wow, match. That's now, huge. That's pretty huge. The, yeah. like, again, the Spanish countries are the soccer countries. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the word football came from Spain. So yes. football. Football. Uh fans at Bo Russia Dortmund games held up banners calling for a boycott of the tournament. Every day it seemed to bring new protests against Qatar's ruling regime. The Qataris responded with a poorly thought out PR drive of their own, attempting to portray the attacks on them as attacks on Arabs as a whole. Mm. This did little to take the focus away from their failings. I don't think that's a PR thing. I think in their eyes, if they feel that their religion, this is so hard-lined in their religion, that if you attack that, you are... Yeah. Attacking their religion. Absolutely. It's not like, well, we're going to come up with this excuse that you're attacking our religion. No, to them, you are fucking attacking their religion. Absolutely, yes. It, uh, yeah, they're not like, you know, you can't shame them like you can Christians in America, mm-hmm. right? With them, this is this is a hardline stance. No, right. it's a no go. So yeah, they're they're like, no, you're you're attacking our religion. You're attacking our God. You're attacking our culture. That's not even giving them a free pass or anything. That's yeah. me saying, no, they're not coming up with a PR stunt to yeah. say that and making an excuse. No, right. to them, that is literally what you're doing. You are attacking yeah. their religion. Yeah. That's why a bunch of supposedly, and this is like a bunch of Muslims attacked that, um, that, that magazine publication place. Oh, Charlie because, Hub- Hubdo. Yeah, Hubdo. because they were yeah. making fun of Allah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's not like, well, they made this excuse that no, they that was deeply, deeply yeah. offensive to them, right. to their culture, to their religion. So yeah. they thought that it they saw it as um a justify to like mass yeah. murder. <laughs> um that's how deeply ingrained in their religion this is. So yeah. it's it's not a PR stunt. It yeah. is just ingrained in them that um you are attacking our religion by 
making yeah. these attacks on our uh, regulations against homosexuality, against right. whatever women's rights and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah. Um, not not an excuse for them to be the way they right. are, but that is their culture. Right. So, and, but I think that 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 mindset is so foreign to mm-hmm. people in the West. Oh yeah, because it's like they can't imagine. You know, you you may criticize you know the the evangelicals in America, but I mean they got nothing on. You well, know. we spent the last hundred years like just ripping out any form of like conservativeness yeah, right. from our culture. Yeah. Um, some things are good. Some things are terrible that we right. got rid of. But um, so so in the West, yeah. that's that. I mean, there's been a push to tear away as much of that hard yeah. stance, religious stance, or conservative stance yeah. that we don't have any fucking clue to understand right. how somebody could be so yeah. hard held to their religion. Right. I mean, look at uh, like the Church of England. What a what several hundred years ago they. I would have had the same stance. Oh yeah. I mean the the fucking crusades we were killing people because they didn't right. believe our religion. Right. So, I mean it, it's not it's not specific to the Muslim culture. Right. It's specific to any hardline religious culture. It's yes. just we are not a hardline religious yeah. culture anymore. And, but in seeing how like the Islam Islamic faith was is one of the reasons why uh Thomas Jefferson wrote the letter to the church, you know, telling them about the separation of church and state. Really? Yeah, because he saw what a hardline religious stance and government would do to a country. Well, the Church of England was a class example too. I mean, they yeah. killed, they cut off people's heads and stuff for right. being apostates and shit. So, yeah. I mean, it's it again. It's not. It's not just native to no, the Muslim no, culture no, no, by no, any no, stretch. No, no, not at all. I mean, you could look at, you know, say the the Westboro Baptist Church. Right. Yeah, right. sure. So it goes on. It says the tragedy, however, remains that between superficial protests mounted by governments and teams and the counter PR drives launched by Qatar, the problems continue to go unaddressed, notably the numerous migrant workers who died constructing World Cup stadiums. Hmm. A number of international media outlets tracked down families of workers from Asia and Africa. In all their stories, there was one overarching theme. No compensation had been paid to the family. So, I mean, there's thousands of migrant workers that were hauled in to build up these stadiums. Thousands of them died. I think there was, like, upwards of, like, two million that were brought in to do this. Thousands of them died just because of poor work conditions and and all this stuff. And I mean, it's— They don't have uh, unions. Right, Surprisingly, it's it's really hot in the desert. Yeah, and they're they're building it in the middle of the summertime. Right. In harsh working conditions. Yeah. And like, so, we really can't waste water on you. You're yeah. not a citizen. Yeah, we're, we're saving the water for the tournaments. <laughs> yeah, right. We're watering the grass. There's yeah, no, right. There's not we got to have grass for the soccer game, so we yes. can't really give you anything to drink. It says, while the kind of superficial protests and symbolic gestures do focus attention on the issues, they do little in terms of solving them. And that, again, like what does wearing a freaking right. rainbow armband actually do in that situation. A fade it. A fade it. <laughs> well, no, the, the armbands were rainbow. The logo, that the oh, team logo gotcha, gotcha, was gotcha. faded. All right, all right, all right. So even more obscure. Right. Of, like, what what what's, what are you accomplishing here? Yeah. yeah. And again, it's is this... I get that the World Cup is the biggest sport event in the world. Um, but if you have such 
big, massive issues with the, the human rights abuse. It's the same thing we said in China. Why the fuck are we participating in it? Yeah. Why are we allowing Qatar? Because right. it's not like these human rights abuses came out after yeah. they won the bid. Right. Why did nobody like throw a bitch fit in yeah. 2010 so, and be like, no, we're not going to have it there because of all the human rights abuses? So Bar- Barcelona is not doing public screenings, but is there a Spain, Spain team playing? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I guarantee you Spain is playing soccer. It says the protesters get their brownie points while Qatar's ruling regime pays their PR agencies a small fortune to deflect criticism. Caught in the middle are the families of deceased workers who suffer in silence. So a lot well, of— fuck yeah, they are. They just kick Costa Rica's ass. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, <laughs> Spain is not holding out of no, the World Cup. No. Nobody's holding out on the World Cup because yeah. it's the greatest thing in, since sliced bread. Right, right, right. That's like the same with the Olympics. Remember we talked about, oh, we had a diplomatic uh, right, boycott yes. where where yeah. our politicians didn't show up. But we right. did send our sports teams there yeah. because, God forbid, we don't show up to the Olympics. That might make us look weak. Right. It's all— yeah. It's so, all so a it's freaking, all posturing. It is. It is. I don't even. I haven't even heard that there's any been any um, diplomatic boycotting of the World Cup this <laughs> right, year either. Yeah. So right. um, it's probably less of a concern to us um, than than the Olympics were. So, yeah. so again, nobody in the United States is watching <laughs> soccer. <laughs> I don't know. Do you, do you know too many? Do you have any friends that are watching the World Cup that not in this country? No, that I'm aware of. No. So let's talk about the the armband. Because, like I said, all these several teams, team captains came out for this. It's the One Love armband. That's what it. That's okay. what it's called. Um, this support rainbow armband that the all the teams are gonna going to wear in solidarity or in support of the LGBTQ plus community. FIFA, obviously, they're like, yeah, that's a good idea because we support. LGBT, right. we support everybody. No, right. FIFA's like, no, you're not wearing that. FIFA threatened them to the point where, again, don't know my soccer. I do know there's red cards and yellow cards and shit, and it's some kind of warning. And if you get too many of a, right. yellow cards equals a red, it's kind of like playing Uno, right. I think. Uh, <laughs> get too many yellow cards, it equals a red card, and red cards you don't want. Right, right. And I think players get kicked yeah. off, don't yeah. they? Okay, you would know because you play. Right. Um, so <laughs> FIFA has threatened... On-field punishment for players that wear these armbands. They, um, it says, FIFA's threat of on-field punishment for players forced World Cup teams to back down on Monday and abandon an anti-discrimination campaign amid or aimed at host nation Qatar. The captains of seven European nations won't wear armbands supporting One Love campaign in games after FIFA said the players would be shown yellow cards. So anybody that showed up wearing any team captain wearing an armband would get a yellow card right off the gate, right out of the gate. Which shows you exactly how important this issue is to them. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, fuck, a yellow card? What is more important to you, human rights abuses or a warning? Yes, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It says... The decision came three days after beer sales at stadiums was suddenly banned under pressure from Qatari government and two days after FIFA president Gianni Infantino delivered an extraordinary tirade defending the host nation's human rights record. Um, It says, As national federations, we can't put our players in a position where they could face sporting sanctions, including bookings, so that... There you have it. Yes. Now you know what's really important to these yeah. people. It's about 
It's about it's it's kind of like the equivalent of putting the I support whatever cause behind your Facebook right. banner. Right, 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 like, right, right. right. Yeah. I stand with Ukraine. Or yes. um, you remember when everybody like put black, just black. Yeah. Uh, after the Black Lives Matter stuff, they just mm-hmm. made their profile picture yeah. just black, and everybody's yeah. like, I don't even know what this yeah. is. And so for for days on end, you just scroll through Facebook, and all you'd see was black squares yeah. because they're just like so and so updated their profile pic, and yeah. it's just like I'm tired of seeing freaking black squares. You're yeah. doing nothing. Yeah, you're just saying. I stand with it. It's basically the equivalent of saying thoughts and prayers to, right, 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 to right. whatever yeah, cause. Right. When it when it comes to as as a as a football team, we can't put our players in such a dire position of getting a sanction, right, or a yellow card or yeah. a warning. I right. mean, that would be terrible. Right. So yeah. our human rights um, <clears throat> activism goes only to the point of where it puts yeah. our playtime in jeopardy. Right, that right, that's right. where it stops yeah. right yeah. there. Right. At that point it's like, eh, it's not that big of a deal. Right. Yeah, just fuck fuck the armbands. Right. Um, it, it's not really going to change anything anyways, right? <laughs> so <laughs> Exactly. So why are you doing it? It's just a freaking virtue signal. It's it all, is. It is. You know it's only a virtue signal when um uh, the teams are like, okay, uh, we got threatened. Right, right, right. A, yeah. a yellow card. It wasn't even a, a red yeah. card. No, nobody has the actual card. balls to stand up and be like, fine, kick me out. Yeah, This right. is more important. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Right? I was like, where are the team captains that's like, no, fuck that. Yeah. Like, like, when it came to vaccines right. a couple of years ago, you had sports players that were like, no, I'm not going to do it. And they're like, yeah. well, you're not going to go play such and such event in Canada. It's like, well, fuck it. I'm going to sit out there. Right. Yeah. And how many players like sat out because right. of that? Yeah. When it comes to this, they're like, we stand with the LGBT community. And they're like, well, you're going to have to sit out. And it's like, eh, we stand a little less. <laughs> we stand like behind them. <laughs> we still stand with them, but I really yeah, want to play We're kind football. of more over there. Yes. <laughs> but we're still standing with them. <laughs> says the climb down after threats from FIFA came hours before England's hurricane, the Netherlands' Virgil van Dijk, Dijk? And Wales' Gareth Bale were due to wear armbands in Monday's games. The captains of Belgium, Switzerland, Germany, and Denmark had also pledged to wear armbands in the coming days. <clears throat> Surprised the U.S. wasn't involved in this yeah. either. Says our number one priority at the World Cup is to win games. <laughs> there you have it. Yep. Yep. There number one priority is win. Yep. The rest we kind of care about, but not as much as winning. Exactly. Exactly. Said, said the Dutch Soccer Federation in a separate statement. Then you don't want captains to start the match with a yellow card. So, so again, we see what's important. Yeah. Human rights, winning games. Yeah. Well, we we like human rights, but we yeah. like winning games, and we have less of a chance of winning games if we stand hard yeah. on the human rights. So maybe we can back up. Can can you get us uh, where where they get those faded logos from? Can yeah. we get those? Can we get some faded ones? And that way we know. <laughs> it says Monday's decision shows the political situation surround, surrounding the first World Cup in the Middle East. Even after Infantino asked all 32 nations uh, to keep politics off the soccer field, the European plans were in clear breach of World Cup regulations and FIFA general rules on team equipment at games. Apparently, in cap in competitions for FIFA, the captain has to wear a FIFA-provided armband. So that was the big deal. Yeah. So I I still see it kind of as FIFA kind of caving to Qatar, though, because right. of the $880 million. Yes. The, maybe Al Jazeera yeah. is just like, you know, if you allow this, it kind of looks bad. So we're yeah. going to cut back on that $100 million. I feel like it's more than just 
Rules are rules, guys. Right. Rules right. are rules. Yeah. You got our hands are tied. Do you know why? Do. do you know why? Because they did come to if rules are rules, then they wouldn't come to any sort of a compromise. And they yeah. did come to a compromise. FIFA offered a compromise saying captains of all thirty two teams will have the opportunity to wear armbands with the slogan no discrimination on their armbands. So that's a, it's just an armband. It just says no discrimination. No well, rainbows. Which is no, about no. as generic as you can get. Yes. <laughs> it's like um, Dwight Schrute when he made the birthday <laughs> banner and it just says, like, it's your birthday or yeah. something <laughs> with, like, half-blown-up balloons. Yeah. <clears throat> Again, if rules were rules, then they wanted to come up with this compromise. Yeah. It's just they are being pansies to mm-hmm. Qatar. They're yeah. rolling over and cowering yeah. to Qatar because— Money talks. Yeah, money talks. Otherwise, they wouldn't. Have, otherwise, they wouldn't have come up with this uh, no discrimination uh, armband because right. that's not the official armband. I don't yeah. think of. No. If it was, because it says they have the opportunity. It's not saying everybody's going to wear these armbands. It's saying yeah. if you want, you can wear these armbands, which are FIFA approved, but it's right. still not the official armband. Right. So where's the rules are rules? Exactly. It's kind of shitty on both sides. Like it's shitty that the soccer teams. Only hold human rights to, if if it is that hard line of an issue for them, like they're saying, they only hold it to the point where we might get docked in the game. Right. Then on the other side, FIFA's like, well, we're only saying no, not because of this or that, but because rules are rules. But right. we're going to compromise. And yeah, it's right. Like, but we'll let you wear this one because it doesn't really call <clears throat> shit out. Right. It's pretty generic, and it goes both ways because when you're not going to discriminate against Muslim beliefs, and and uh, you're kind of saying that they shouldn't discriminate against gays, right? <laughs> um, and yeah, you shouldn't discriminate either. Yes, that's what this means. Yeah, Wait. they probably told Qatar. Yeah, no, these mean these armbands actually mean don't discriminate yeah, right, against right, yeah. the Muslim faith. And yeah, like oh okay, we can yeah, get we, yeah that. we'll allow that. <laughs> and then they're telling them it's like this yeah because this you shouldn't discriminate against LGBTQ right. So, I don't know anything about FIFA. Like, how much yeah. control do they have over their own event? Can't they just turn around and remake the rule? It's like, yeah, we will allow this in this game. Yeah, I, I would imagine they have quite or, a bit. But or like you, you said, will serve I, beer at our I, I, sporting event. I think event. they they uh, capitulate a lot. I, I think this uh, guy uh, Giovanni Infantino. Uh, I think he he's kind of a pussy, and so I think he really. Bends over for the different countries. Well, you had read a little bit about him. I told yeah. you I don't have time to read right, that. Right, 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 right. What yeah. do you know about this Infantino guy? Yeah, uh, yeah. So, let's see. Giovanni Infantino, president of football's governing body, FIFA, decided to turn up the temperature even more. Today, I feel Qatari, he told the assembled journalist. Today, I feel Arab. Today, I feel <laughs> African. Today, I feel gay. Today, I feel disabled. Today, I feel like a migrant worker. I feel like them because I know what it means to be bullied. So began an hour-long diatribe in which Infantino railed against Qatar's critics, accused Europe of hypocrisy, bashed the press, and even took a swipe at the polling industry for failing to gauge the mood of the public. So basically, he's like, I support all these things, but fuck all of it, Qatar. His overriding message to the West was, this World Cup is not for you, it's for everybody else. The next day, Infantino sat beside Saudi Arabian Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman to watch the tournament's opening fixture between the host nation 
and Ecuador. Uh, there followed a row over rainbow armbands. Eight European teams had planned to wear them to promote inclusion in a country where homosexuality is illegal. FIFA threatened players with punishment on the pitch, and the European eventually backed down. Infantino was born in 1970 in the Swiss town of Brig into a poor family of Italian immigrants. At school, he played football, but at soccer. But at the age of 10, he decided his talents were elsewhere and decided organizing tournaments between children and different countries. In other words, he sucked at soccer. Yes. So he was like, <laughs> but what I'm really good at is putting together soccer tournaments. Yes, yes. He trained as a lawyer and became part of the cadre of civil servants in Switzerland and long produced to fill the corridors of FIFA, the International Olympic Committee, and other major sporting bodies. He's been on all these? Yes. Wow. That uh, says a lot. He joined UFA, UFA. <laughs> the governing body of European football, in 2000, rising to become the secretary general. In 2015, the world of football was rocked by an FBI investigation which led to the indictment of several FIFA executives. But not, not this guy. No. He didn't get indicted, well, obviously. No, he got, he got a promotion. <laughs> Who do you think called the FBI? <laughs> right, exactly. He's aggressive in gambling, new ideas, but he lacks critical voices around him. He has all his people loyal to him. His defenders point out that the World Cup is FIFA's only real source of revenue, while engagement from undemocratic regimes is an unavoidable part of global sport. So it <clears throat> it's a necessary evil. Evil, yes. yes. Like obviously we got to make money somewhere and there's a lot of money coming from these authoritarian regimes that want to prop up their authoritarian country. So <clears throat> I mean, do we want do we want people do we want soccer to die because if we want soccer right. to die we could keep it in these democrats countries like the united states who don't right. even know what soccer is they don't even call <laughs> right. it football yes or we could keep it alive by pushing it through these authoritarian yeah, exactly. countries exactly. now that makes that makes sense some who have worked with inventino describe him as a demanding personality where his predecessor would deploy old-fashioned charm the incumbent only currency is hard work Blatter describes his successor in 2020 as a megalomaniac on a mission to turn football into a huge money machine. Nowadays, we want um, a headline, everyone is either a hero or a villain, says his former colleague. The reality is sometime in so, the middle. So maybe he created this whole yes. drama. <clears throat> the way it sounds that the, the former guy saying... There's uh, there's a good guy and a bad guy. Yeah. With this guy, there's no like middle ground. There's no. It's very device. He's very divisive. Yeah. So maybe maybe well the way he's like well sometimes I feel gay and sometimes I feel uh, disabled and sometimes right. I feel Arab or whatever. Right. And then all of a sudden he in the same sentence he's like but we got to stop bashing right. on Qatar. It's yeah. just, like yeah. he maybe his whole marketing strategy like like we said early on in the the episode maybe. The whole thing is just to get people talking more about soccer. Let's make this as divisive as possible. Yeah. So there's more media coverage. I mean, exactly. How often do you right. see media coverage that this much media coverage right. in right. the United States about the World Cup? Absolutely. Maybe this is this guy's yeah. like baby. Right. Maybe this is kind of like like how Trump views it. Well, this is like 
the drama side of the WWE. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Like where, yeah. where they have like yeah. the people like getting in the bitch fights before yeah. and after. Right. Or even in drags people in. Even now in the UFC, you get like the weigh ins and they're all yeah. up in each other's face, yelling at each other and like slamming each other in the yeah. media and stuff. And they drag, like you You're said, right. pulls people into the yeah. fight because yeah. the drama leading up to it, it's just like, well, I got to see what this is all about. Yeah. And it's just like, well, let's get more hashtags. Right. Hashtag World Cup. Hashtag yeah. World Cup Qatar. Yeah. If we can get people talking about it, then we yeah. can get get more people interested no, absolutely in it. that sounds exactly what so, this guy's yeah, strategy th- is all the stuff we've talked yeah. about today like fuck the the human rights because again yeah. we nobody's cared about qatar's right. human rights issues before yeah. now fuck the migrant workers d- d- screw, yeah nobody's even really talking yeah. that much about the migrant workers yeah uh screw the 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 ban on homosexuality and all all this yeah. stuff until now it's right. just like well um Let's have it in Qatar. Yeah. Ooh, it's in Qatar. You know, he's like whispering to some like um, ultra liberal news source. Hey, you know they, uh, they 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 ban homosexuality. They they even have it so on the books where you can stone them right. and kill them. And and they're like, oh shit, we got to write about that. Right. Like, why are we having this World Cup over here? And then on this side, they're like, do you know the United States is really pissed off? Would really piss them off is if you don't serve beer because uh i mean they're all about their beer and they're like oh screw that we're gonna you know you know what the united states said about you they said fuck your your alcohol thing we're gonna drink all the beer and they're like well we're just gonna ban beer and like he's just whispering in everybody's ear and all the media's ear just getting them all outraged and stuff it wouldn't surprise me fucking brilliant oh absolutely absolutely check out this last part this is interesting following the bruising experience uh this world cup infantino's next challenge may what will be handling a Saudi bid to host the tournament in 2030. So the World Cup is every eight years. Mm-hmm. Every four years. FIFA's, is it four years? Mm-hmm. FIFA's new rules uh, require certain human rights standards to be met by prospective hosts. Some European federation have discussed withholding support for Infantino when he faces re-election early next year. But it will make little difference. There are too few Western European votes to have any effect. And besides, Infantino is running on. Uns- unopposed yeah nobody else wants it they're like yeah. why would we want to yeah be in charge of soccer right 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 yeah nobody wants that so let's move on we're running out of time um i wanted to get into because Qatar's not the only ones in the world cup that have human rights drama going on like a big issue right now is iran and mm-hmm. it's between the u.s and iran and it's probably that Infantino guy is like, did, oh, you, I'm did sure. you hear what the U.S. said about you? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. over there in the U.S., did you hear what Iran said about you? <laughs> and they're like, oh, shit. Uh, let's talk about this. Um, apparently, Iran is calling for the U.S. to be thrown out of the World Cup. I mean, yeah. would that be that big of a blow to the U.S.? Are they going to lose that much harder if they get thrown right. out? <laughs> is the U.S. even doing anything good in the As far as I know, they've had two matches and they've tied both of them. Okay. 0-0, zero, 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 zero. and 1-1. Okay. One, one. <clears throat> Who would they play? Like England. Oh. <laughs> All right, then. There you go. Um, and then they tied the Wales. Wales 1-1. One, one. So the United States did a thing, kind of like the fading of yes. the logo, to stand in solidarity or against something. They, they wanted to make a point, a solid point. Yeah. Well-known point. The United States Soccer Federation, in a social media post, photoshopped a logo out of the Iran flag. So they just, there's like the Allah symbol in the middle. They photoshopped that out and just had the the stripey flag. And they're like, this is the point we're trying to prove. We stand against Iran. We're going to photoshop their flag. I mean, it it, it kind of worked. Iran was like, they were pissed. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, right. 
So now Iran is saying, um, can we throw them out? <laughs> rules yeah. are rules, again. Says Iranian state media is calling for the U.S. World Cup soccer team to be thrown out of the 2022 tournament in Qatar after it briefly changed the icon of the Iranian flag on social media accounts in support of protests taking place in the country. So, so if you don't know, Iran has a bunch of protests going on, and it's yeah. all based around this female that got murdered because she wasn't wearing her hijab. Her hijab. Right. Yes. Yeah. And so there's been a lot of protests. The U.S. has kind of backed it. Iran accuses um, the U.S. and other Western countries of promoting and like pushing the protests. Right. Go figure. The NAD is probably over there. Oh, the, fuck yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they're pushing it. Says the U.S. United States Soccer Federation in its social media post over the weekend featured flags of the countries competing in Group B, which includes a match between the U.S. and Iran on Tuesday. In posts, the Iranian flag icon was missing its Islamic Republic emblem and only showed its red, white, and green stripes. Tuesday's match is a crucial one that already has drawn, drawn po political overtones or undertones, whatever, same thing. Yeah. Whoever wins will proceed to the knockout stages. Iranian now what they should have is whoever wins that political ideology right is front, is now the political I whoever <laughs> wins the world cup their political ideology rules is Wouldn't what the world runs now. Yeah, so <laughs> if the Islamic Republic of Iran wins the world cup then we all fall under sharia law. Sharia law, absolutely. <laughs> it makes the most sense. Right? Uh, it says Iranian, because they, well, they say, like, it's a crucial game with political overtones. It's just like, but we're more concerned about the winning of the game. Maybe right. if we made the political undertones political overtones, then maybe right. people would take the shit more seriously. Right. Iranian media reacted swiftly with the state media agency Tasnim calling for the U.S. team to be booted from the tournament. Now... Is Iran just like monitoring the United States Soccer League's uh, social media to be like, oh, it's, did you see that? I found, look on that little emblem right there of yeah. our flag. They took the the Islamic Republic logo it, out of it. it. It's trash talk. I mean, you see football teams do it all the time. Or right? do you think maybe the president of FIFA probably picked up the phone and was like, did you, see, it? did you see that logo yeah. they had? Check out, hey. Hey, hey, man! Check out the the, Can you US, the U.S. Soccer Association's uh, webpage yeah. right now. Can you believe that? And like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know, uh, like we said. Well, he, they need to be kicked out. And he's like, well, I'll 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 talk to the board. I can't promise anything, yeah. but I agree they should probably be kicked out. And he goes over there. And he's like, did you hear Iran once you kicked yeah, out? Can you believe that shit? I mean, how <laughs> authoritarian is that? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I mean, first. First, they killed a woman for not wearing a hijab, right. but now they want to kick you out of the right. World Cup. So how many people do you think are going to be watching this match expecting Iran and U.S. to kick the shit oh, out of each yeah. other? And it's all because it's all the yeah. marketing strategy of the president of FIFA. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It says, uh, Iranian media reacted swiftly, calling for the U.S. team to be booted from the tournament. It says, by... Posting a distorted image of the flag of the Islamic Republic of Iran on its official account, <clears throat> the U.S. football team breached FIFA charter. Again, rules are rules. If you right. want to play that game, rules are rules. Yep. Apparently, they should get a 10-game suspension, which would kick them out. Kick them out of the tournament. Because I'm guessing there's not more than 10 games for so. the team. 
says in a follow-up tweet it added the legal advisor of the Iranian Football Federation says the sports association will file a complaint against the U.S. soccer team to FIFA's ethics committee after the U.S. men's national soccer team disrespected the national flag of the Islamic Republic of Iran. We got to say Iran, not Iran. Of course. The U.S. Soccer Federation, in a comment to CNN, said it changed the flag for only 24 hours to show support for women fighting in Iran, fighting for basic human rights, but added it always intended to change it back. But but so they only give them 24 hours. Yeah. Again, they care so much about it, they'll give them 24 hours. Well, just the, I don't even think that they were, well, we were only, we were going to change it back. Right, right, right. We were going to change it back. Don't worry. It wasn't, it wasn't a permanent thing. No, that they're just like, oh, we don't want to get kicked out again. Like our, our um, human rights um, concerns, the line is drawn at, not getting to participate in the World Cup. So, right. I yeah. mean, if if it was that big a deal, they'd have been like, fuck you, fix your human rights, and yeah. we'll, we'll fix our logo. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but instead, it's like, oh, oh, uh, you're going to kick us out? Um, <laughs> let me... Uh, let me uh, let me put that back for you. And right. we intended to put it back this whole time. Absolutely. It was just, guys, yeah. it was just a joke. It was a yeah. joke. Uh, we were seeing if you'd notice. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Says U.S.-based Iranian activist Alika Laban... Uh, commented on the U.S. team's move in an Instagram post saying, the U.S. took a huge stand. Huge. Huge stand. This is their huge stand. For 24 hours. By taking the Islamic Republic logo off the Iranian flag. I I, I just watched Princess Bride again this weekend, and I I feel like I should be saying, like, I I do not think this word means what you think it means. Yes. (laughs) Took a huge stand by removing the emblem from the fraudulent Islamic Republic flag that has become... For Iranians, a symbol of torture, suffering, and oppression. This is not our flag. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Three thank yous. Yes. Now, I get what the protest is about. I get that, no, women should not be being brutally murdered because they didn't wear a headscarf. Right. I get that somebody should be doing something about this, but the thing that they should be doing is not photoshopping a flag for 24 hours. That is not a huge stance. Yeah. The huge stance is if you have such a hard time with these, maybe maybe they should be like, hey, we're standing out of, we're standing yeah. out of this uh, Iranian yeah. uh, game here. Yeah, I, I don't we'll care if we, it. yeah, I don't care if we lose the, the whole yeah. tournament. Who, I mean, is the U.S. really yeah. concerned about winning the World Cup anymore? Anyways, right. now what would be a huge stance? Photoshopping the Islamic Republic part out of the Iranian flag or intentionally forfeiting the world's largest yeah. soccer match. Right. Yeah. What, what What's yeah. making a bolder statement here? Like, we don't care yeah. about sports ball. Yeah. We care about human issues. And yeah. we are here. We didn't even come here real. Like, we didn't bring our soccer players. Show we brought just. The, yeah. We just sh- brought people to wear uniforms yeah. and say. Fuck your human yeah. rights abuses. Show up on the field with with pictures of this girl who got killed, right? You and know, say, like Justice the actual what's her face, like the actual yes. activists here are yes. doing that like, are actually putting their lives on the line and, yeah. and getting killed for it. Now, now these soccer players are putting their careers on the line oh, sure. by for for for, for by, four years by by right? by photoshopping out yeah. the flag. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's all it's all virtue signaling. It is. Yeah. Nobody is actually standing for shit. No. Oh, we got a comment. Is it more sexy girls? Uh, Shannon is Shannon, here. Hey. Shannon. We're still here. Bill didn't rage quit and walk out. 
Uh, Bill has not. Why? Why would you rage quit? Yeah. And walk out. Why would? What, what did Craig do this time? What? What did? <laughs> did I miss what it? What did Bill do that he should be rage? Bill, why didn't you rage? What do I got to do to know. get you to rage quit and walk out? Because I, I mean, I've been trying really, really hard. Yeah. But yes, we are still here, um, and we are talking soccer. Shannon, do you like soccer? Are you a soccer mom? Um, I feel like you might be a soccer mom. If you are, I apologize. Um, so, I don't know. I I feel like there's. We're doing so little for such big yeah. things that we consider big fucking issues. Right, right, right. It's just like, um, it's like George Floyd. George Floyd gets murdered, and yeah. that that'd be like somebody like scratching the face of Abraham Lincoln off a penny or something like that. It's like I'm doing this in solidarity for all black people in right. in America. It's just like, yeah, you, one penny, not not right. all the pennies, just yeah. one penny. Yeah. It's just like. Uh, yeah, uh, see that? I stand for black against black oppression yeah. because I scratched the face off this. This, pe- yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. When instead we could be doing things that I don't know potentially put our careers on the line, our lives right. on the line, and uh, again, yeah, to have the United States come out and just stand there and be like, "Fuck it, we're not gonna play." Yeah, right. And the the referee do they have referees in soccer they do yes. okay I I don't I don't know I, it's just a free for all so I don't I guess somebody's got to throw the yellow flag somebody's got to throw the yellow flag so um, Shannon says no soccer baseball and football there you oh, go obviously you, it's football a little Shannon, bit more we you you are truly American baseball she put first obviously oh, but she did but put, she did put a football sign she said R I P Georgie I'm guessing is that George Floyd oh, yeah, I'm assuming be. but anyway. Soccer team comes out, and the referees are like, "You got to run." It's like, "Fuck it, I'm not running." Um, well, I'm th- and we're wearing our armbands too. Right, right, yeah, yeah. And our faded logos. Yes. And we're drinking a beer on the field. Fuck yes. And we're saying, "Fuck <laughs> that, your." That's human what rights. they should have done. Go out on the field and all take beer and and, and, and armbands. And, and uh, yes. yes, yeah. They'd be like. Screw your human rights abuses. Um, we're not playing. And the referee's like, there's a red flag. It's like, oh, I'm out. So they walk out. No, he, actually, he's like, screw your red flag. I'm going to stand here anyway. Yeah, and they're right. like, another red flag. You're Call out. Call security. No. And he's like, so? And, and yeah. there's just this big – and Iran gets all pissed off, and they start beating the shit out of them. Oh, yeah. And yeah. – um, but that, that that would be a stand. That right would be a stand, and yes. that would be a fucking and, ratings boom because and, yeah. I would not miss another. No, <laughs> hell no! And FIFA comes out like you guys are banned from not only the World Cup but also the Olympics because I kind of co-chair the yeah, Olympics right, too. Right. So you, you United States can't participate in the Olympics now or any other uh, world tournament for history. And the United States is like, well, did, are are we going to fix the human rights abuses? Because that's yeah. all I care about. Right, right, right. But instead, we're like, oh. Right. Oh, we're gonna get a yellow card. Uh, right. That that would earn no. a fucking USA chant. Yeah. In my book. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, the United States would take the center stage for being the central country for opposing yes human rights abuse. Yes. Right there. Yes. But instead, we're like, we're gonna scratch uh, the logo off of yeah. a flag on a social media for twenty four hours, and it's. The U.S. Soccer Association social media yeah. account. Who's looking at that right. to begin with? Exactly. Who's would it, would it come across five viewers? Right. Shared like eight times, maybe. Like, Ooh, that's bold. <laughs> really. So, uh, the last we're running out of time. The last thing we didn't talk a lot about the human trafficking, but we did talk a bit, and that's another major concern that's not talked about right too much because, uh, like I said, there are millions and millions of people being transferred into like there's probably as many people 
trafficked in to work on the stadium as right. our residents of right. Qatar, actually. Yeah. And it sounds like when there's big sporting events like this, that human trafficking is always a concern because I think we talked something similar about Olympics. Yeah, like, right. And they always talk about like sex trafficking right. being a big thing. And then the fact checkers come out and they're like, well, actually, no, there was already sex trafficking. Right. And it's not like sporting event. Not too many people talk about the trafficked like immigrant workers like brought in to basically right. kill themselves building this shit up right, because yeah. <clears throat> um because dollars are what talk here. Right. Like money talks. So um you don't hear too many of the countries coming out and being like, Well, you do have your human rights issues, but you also have this major issue with like how can we stop these countries from trafficking in migrant workers and basically killing them in the right. name of profit here for the World Cup. Because FIFA's like, eh, we're making money. That's right. really what matters. So this is the I said the last thing was the last thing, but I just want to point a couple things out on here. Because this one says, at least 1,200 foreign workers have died in Qatar since it was awarded the Cup in 2010. This is without a doubt the highest death toll for preparation of a sporting event, with the 2014 Sochi Winter Olympics being number two, with only 60 deaths. So That's you got, quite a disparity. Yeah. <laughs> Sochi Winter Olympics, 60 deaths, being number two, being topped. Barely topped by <laughs> Qatar with 1,200 <laughs> worker deaths. And that's the ones that are reported. Right, right, right. Because it says the same report predicts at least 4,000 fatalities will take place by opening ceremonies in 2022. So when did Holy this... Fuck. This came out in 2018. Wow. So in 2018, they were already at 1,200 over the 60 for the 2014 Olympics. And they're predicting at least 4,000 will take place by now. That's insane. So... Apparently, um, FIFA doesn't doesn't like to bring this shit up. Oh, of course. Obviously. Uh, there's a history of human trafficking here. It says FIFA doesn't like to talk about countries plagued with corruption and bribery scandals like Russia and Qatar, um, but they dislike talk of labor trafficking even more. In fact, the massive undertaking to develop the first ever Middle East World Cup is a conversation FIFA has been successfully avoiding for years. Mm. So they're like, yeah, um, you can have it. Give us your eight, $800 million. Yeah. But they never ask the question, but how? Right. How is your tiny right. country going to pull this off? How are you possibly going to build 12 stadiums? Yeah, it says, uh, basically... FIFA's stance is um, exploit all the migrant labor you want, guys, but at least uh, be above board about it. Because they're saying um, all this outrage about the the possible bribery, but nobody's outraged about the human trafficking. It's right. like at least let us like be transparent about it. But you can like exploit the labor and right. kill off the labor all you want, but at least yeah, like let us know where the money's coming from. <laughs> says FIFA has gotten away with scandals and permitting human trafficking in host countries for decades, all to the tune of 3.4 billion people watching in 2018 and billions of dollars in revenue. Holy shit. Um, here's, here's what they did do, though. This is my favorite part. Because they talk about labor camps in Qatar. Basically, these people work in, like, live in labor camps outside, away from all the population, so nobody sees all yeah, the shitty... Out in the desert. Yeah. Um... But at the very bottom, it says, where to go? It says, FIFA isn't completely heartless. Because, again, it's really hot, fucking hot there. It says, FIFA President Infantino announced in 
2018 that FIFA moved the World Cup dates back months, agreeing with Qatar that the summer heat would be too unsafe for players and fans. (laughs) Wow, that's beautiful. But that leaves the working conditions even hotter because they could have been working through the spring for a summertime World Cup, but instead they're like, let's push this back because we don't want the fans to get high. So now the workers are busting their ass (laughs) through through the the heat of the summer. (laughs) So they aren't completely heartless, but they don't give two shits about Mm. the workers. So It's me here. Yeah, so it's beautiful. You know these millions of people that are coming and working, they're not getting paid a decent wage. They're no. they're probably getting promised things in this rich company or company country. Yeah. And they're getting exploited. So it says uh once companies I saw one po- one article that said once countries kind of once the government kind of cracks down on this company for exploiting um, workers, it's like they kick them out, but those workers get transferred to another company <laughs> to without any company question. that comes back in. Yeah, so, so no questions asked. It's like the the worker is still being exploited just for a different yeah. company. Just imagine working and they're like, oh, we're, we're closing this company down because of their harsh work. And they're oh, thank God. But we're transferring you over to these guys and you guys need to finish this. <laughs> yes. Again, this is the shit that FIFA yeah. doesn't care to talk about. Right. They want to point out they want to make all the noise to get us talking about things, right. but they don't want to address the fact that FIFA exists on the backs of basic slave slave labor. The yeah. World Cup, which is, like you had pointed out, basically the only money that comes through the soccer right. federation, um, it's built on the backs of uh, human trafficking, yeah. like labor, yeah. forced labor. And, and bribes. Yeah. And so. and it sounds like the, the last uh, administration... Got kicked out because of shady shit, but sure. this organization administration is doing just as shady shit, just in a different just way. Harder, yeah, right, right. And he he's making a lot more noise of it, and he likes yeah. to he likes to get people pit, like at each other's throats to make 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 people talk more about soccer. Because I mean, we got to get people talking about soccer, right? Because nobody actually wants to watch the sport. I'm just waiting till <laughs> soccer does legitimately become like WWE, where we right. have like. The dramatized, yeah. like, um, you got, like, the president of Iran is, like, throwing a chair at, uh, like, the yeah National Soccer Association <laughs> web yeah. designer's face. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, fuck you, man. Uh, yeah. Throw a chair. At, and just, the, the, the U.S. coach goes, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly that. Uh, what do you think of all this noise? I think it's stupid. I felt <laughs> since everybody else was talking about soccer, we had to talk yeah. about soccer. Well, I, I definitely feel like it, it it needs to be talked about. I mean, if not the sport, all the shadiness that goes into the world's biggest sport, mm-hmm. right? I mean, all the all the, the things that people don't want to see with soccer. Right. It's there, right? And uh-huh. it should be seen. Now, are you one of those people that's like just – just chill out and just play sports. We're here to watch sports. Or do you think do you think there's some merit to calling out these countries I for the shit? Merit. I, I think I think you're putting that country in center stage. So by doing that I mean you are putting a spotlight, spotlight on them. Yeah, absolutely. but you're also giving them a fuck ton of money to, oh, fuck to yeah. host this right. thing. And, so, and yeah, people are coming in by the, the shit ton to to watch this yeah right so, so that it's it's boosting their tourism up so is it now way out the things here is it 
we've got on one hand, we are shining the spotlight on the atrocities in Qatar that they're they're calling out, but on the other hand, we're also like tripling their economy. Right. So I mean, and, and I think as we just talked about that, all the spotlight shit is is just virtue signaling. Now, Nobody what, actually gives a shit. Here's what I th- I mean they 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 announced these, they vote on this right. twelve twelve years ago. Now what they should have said is, you know. I, I see that you want this thing to kind of boost and like become a better country, but you have this, this, and this wrong. You've got, I would give them probably 10 of those years and right. wait for them to completely build the fucking stadiums right. and shit and then yeah. be like, well, sorry, uh, and already have the backup plan and already tell Australia, you know, we're actually going to host this here. Right. After six years, be like, how fast can you get your stadiums up? And they're like, well, we've got these old uh, Olympic stadiums that we can re- repurpose for uh, soccer stadiums. And they're like, get on it. And then yeah. wait till like, maybe do what they did to Budweiser and wait till like <laughs> Two days uh, a month before or like six months before and be like, I realize you put all this money into this, but we gave you these stipulations here. Yeah. And Australia is already, I mean, they, they already have their stadium set up we didn't yeah. tell you that but they they do so sorry not sorry um we're not having it here fuck right. you guys you you didn't you didn't hold up your end of the deal yeah. and maybe that because then the spotlight would be on them but then they want to get the economic benefit of right. hosting it there but they instead they just drained a bunch of money right. into building these stadiums that are going to be virtually for nothing it's like yeah. well better luck ne- luck next time yeah but the odds of you winning the vote next time aren't as good because right. you didn't hold up your end of the deal. So right. maybe do something like that where it's just like, you yeah. know what, screw you. You you didn't you didn't put out the effort. So um and I don't want it to be like like you gotta there's gotta be some hard evidence that you've made some serious policy changes and stuff. Right. Not like, well, um, for the next two years we're putting a hold on the stoning of the homosexuals. Um and then, yeah, until when 2025. We see them like shipping them across the border into Saudi Arabia and stoning, and stoning them there. there. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's got to be some hard proof that this is some like permanent changes that yeah. you've made to your your um, human rights issues here. Right. Um, otherwise, I'd say, you know, if we have a problem with it, and FIFA's not willing to deal with it like that, or by making a hard stand saying no, then countries need to start freaking stepping back yeah. from the those things i saw more posts more articles saying no we should not boycott because of human rights issues because uh these athletes have trained for this and this and this and because the spotlight is now on this and this and this it's like no if enough countries boycotted it yeah the world cup makes jack shit right and maybe folds it's like maybe they have to make some kind of change themselves well yeah exactly and but you know i heard that same argument with the olympics yeah and so, oh yeah, but did you know how much they sacrifice? It's I, like, but I, I'm what's sorry more for important? It. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if it is important to you, as you say, then that's the sacrifice you would make. Exactly. Like you have people over there that are protesting and making legit like life sacrifices, yeah. protesting, and we're over here like saying, "Well, um, I'm just gonna fade out my logo right. and call that good." Right. Yeah. It's yeah. like you don't have any sort. Yeah. You're. You don't have a hard stance against this at all. You right. just want to make it look like we're doing something yeah. about it. We're making right. a we're making a bold statement here. Yeah, uh, the boldest statement we could have made by wearing an armband, yeah. by changing my background profile to uh, I stand in yeah. solidarity with Iranian it, it's women. Just surface gestures. It is. That's yeah. all it is. Right. We are well well over our time. 
I did not think I'd be able to talk for two and a half hours yeah. about soccer. But, give us enough credit. But we did. <laughs> we absolutely did. Um, I have not changed my stance on how I feel about soccer. I've lessened it, my liking for the World I, Cup I was even say, more. If anything, it's given me an even more negative. And now, now, this being somebody who likes football, and I'm sure there's tons of shady shit with football that... Oh, yeah. All you, pro sports do, uh, but it's not sports, at that yes. level because it's not the it's not international world level. Right, yeah. right, right. I am out of time. It's time to go. If yes. you hate soccer as much as us, let us know. Um, if you love soccer, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> let us know. Have a great rest of your week. Um, enjoy whatever it is about this cold weather that you can. It's Christmas season. It is Christmas season. And yes. make sure you check out on December 19th, Bill, <laughs> Monday, December 19th, the Christmas extravaganza, which is the third annual Christmas extravaganza. Well, I it was Monday. I would have been here on Sunday. <laughs> we'll be here for the weekend. Uh, that's true. I'll be anyway. both of them. Um, this is the biggest, this is so much bigger than uh, the World Cup. And you do... Do not want to miss it, and we promise you minimal human rights abuses. Yes. I mean, the only person we might abuse is Remzo, but he yeah. deserves it. Right, and he's expecting <laughs> Of course it. I picked the only brown guy. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Minimal human rights abuses in uh, our Christmas extravaganza. But there so will be liquor. There will be, and we will not cut that short. No. Two days before. Uh, make sure you show up for that on December 19th. It's going to be a blast. Um, check us out all over social media. Share us far and wide across the the interwebs uh, because that's how we get our name out there. And that's how we can do bigger and better things and reach out to more and more people. Probably more than the eight people that are following the National uh, Soccer Association. <laughs> so make sure you check that out. Share it. Because we want to be bigger than the National Soccer Association, which oh, is not yeah. very big. So we have small goals. Um, <laughs> we'll catch you next time. Before I go, I just want to say, Qatar, this course is for you. Have a great rest of your week. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Goodbye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zielinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout-out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.